Bah, bah, bah. If you heard that, you're listening to 105.9 Fuck FM, The Sex. I'm your host, Jojo the Candles, sex. spinning it live with me. You know my you know my side host, the midget, the goblin king himself. He's not here this week. Justin is out this week of the office, so if you're looking for the goblin king. You won't find them. You'll find me, though, balls deep in some information. Jojo Candles coming at you live. You just heard us play... Um, the B-52s. We're playing the B-52s all day long. But first, we have our first special segment. For some reason, I, Jojo Candles, am interviewing our next NASA astronaut <laughs> candidates for their next mission. And we have here our two final candidates. Would you like to introduce yourselves, fellas, here alive on the fuck? Hey. 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 Go ahead. Go ahead. I will go first. Go okay. Uh, my name is Barbecue Simpson. Um, wanted to be an astronaut since Good name. about 24 hours ago. I saw a movie. Barbecue uh, Simpson, when did you lose your virginity? Woo! Also yesterday, I felt like I was in space the whole time. And I just I like want to recreate guy. that feeling that I'm always chasing. I like this guy. He can fly. And what about you, Mr. Mr. Wideboy? And my name is Alan the Showdown McDanielsonsville. Ooh, and I'm happy to be here. up. Sounds like you made that up some. This guy's name, last name was Barbecue. Oh, it's my first name, oh. you ingrate. Come from the Welcome proud the Simpson family. Mr. Williams Villsberg, what did you lose your virginity? I lost my virginity in 1997. I was two. Ooh. It was awesome. 23 years, 26 years of laying pipe. Folks, these are our candidates. And we're going to send them both to space, courtesy of Fuck FM 105.9. You've both won a trip as your job to space. It was an easy interview. Return. Wow. Wait, what? What was that second part? Have a fun <laughs> flight, boys. What? <laughs> they say no well, Mom, I love you. You can't handle the truth. Get I honestly think that was better than the intro we were going to be doing. Because we were going to do that. And what's your name, sir? No, Space Chimps and Space Chimps 2. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I stopped talking. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> but it was an you awesome guys, one. You, you guys both made up different radio. names as well. Yeah. Well, when he didn't say Space Chimps, yeah. I was like, well, I can't do that. Yeah, I forgot about it, apparently, immediately. <laughs> we both of you guys did. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, well, I just kind of alluded to what we're doing this week. Alluded. It's, yeah. Not like I'm eluding someone. No, I'm just saying that you didn't elude. I literally me. said it. <laughs> yeah. I, I said what we're doing this week. We're doing yeah. yee yee. Whoa. <laughs> and the yeah yeah. Yee yee is a film I would like us to do at one point. Let's do it for my birthday. <laughs> you already just told me minutes ago, hours Don't ago. Don't spoil. What yours is going to be. Nobody else gets to know. Hamburger. <laughs> hamburger. We're doing it's hamburger. Hamburger. It's called Hamburger. Um, actually, Seth had an idea, because uh, I asked him, I was like, hey, when are we going to finish the Santa Clauses? Because we still have one more episode of that to do. We haven't done yeah. the finale. And so he's like, maybe my birthday? I don't know. 
But we are doing a sequel for something that we've done. Coming back to us is the Space Sluts. Monkey business. It plays just, this week. Just no, just for you that time because you love that one, and it, and because it plays this week, and it, it does plays. play this week. Actually, you're right. It tracks. But um, so I've got some questions for you guys real quick before we get into it. This can't be near me. Question number one. I will fit. Oh, get this. it? Yeah, yeah, man. Um, question number one. Do you like the ham horn? Yes. No. Oh. Uh. I mean. Nope. <laughs> Hold Wrong on. him. There we go. So that's question number one. Number two, uh, do you guys like Fresnar? Do you like getting frezzed? No. No frezz. <laughs> Quit playing the Uncle Nick. Sorry. Do you like getting frezzed, Seth? Yeah. Well, if you've answered yes to liking the ham horn or getting frezzed in some fucking Fresnar, some freckin' Fresnar, you've come to the right, right place. This is the good, the bad, and the movies. Fresnar. Fresnar. And this week, we watched a sequel for one of Seth's favorite films of all time, Space Chimps. We watched Space Chimps 2, Zartog Strikes Back, from 2010. We did. He did. Jinjo, you gotta quit opening the door. And Lucas watched it a second time. <laughs> that is true. You've you've seen before, Lucas. I have. I have seen before, Brandon. And um, for some reason, the space chimps, which we know as is kind of like a totemic piece for us in this podcast, because it's such Good a lightning word. rod for Seth and such a low bar for me and you. That I do occasionally like to torture myself. By like watching either like, you know, a Space Chimps two on a Saturday afternoon or the new Wes Anderson last week, just to kind of see if my tastes are still put off as much as they are. And the Wes Anderson one, well, we'll get there for this for this thing. But for Wes Anderson, he he's still dog shit. I did not like the French Connection. Are you gonna watch Asteroid City? Stupid silly. Yeah, I probably will. French Dispatch. French Dispatch. Yeah, French Connection's cool. What's French Connection? Is that a different movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from the 70s. I like French Dispatch. The French Connection was like a big-time Oscar-nominated film. Yes, William Fridkin. Yeah. Um, I did The Exorcist. Yeah. So we're going to bring oh, back yeah. Space Chimps with Space Chimps 2. Um, before we get into it, we're drinking beers. Space Month had to try and find something that had either a monkey theme or I tried to think of a pork theme for ham. Hmm. It was like a pork flavored beer. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but or space. And so I found one from Neptune's Brewery. It's called the Pine Creek Lodge. It's a it's a pale ale. It is 6.1% alcohol, 40 IBUs. Damn. The Serms is nine. What a Serm? Shit, I had to look it up last time too, didn't I? None of us can ever remember. It's out of uh, Livingston, Montana. Uh, specifically, 119 North uh, North Livingston Street, Montana, 59047. Phone number 406-222-7837 if you guys color. are interested. Oh, it's the color. So it's very light? Yeah, this is the. that's what color the beer is, I guess. Okay. How high does it go? 1 to 40? To 40, yeah. What a weird scale. 40's me. That's the big rog scale of beers. Big oh, rog. I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar and Cream Soda. Nice. And Cream Soda? 
That's interesting. Well, it's all in one drink, yeah. Okay. It's not uh, not as hoppy as a normal IPA is. Try it. The big Well, yeah, it's rub. a soda. No, not yours. Oh. oh, get that deep breath. God, that, maybe not that deep. Cut that. Yeah. Thoughts? Sorry. Right. You have a bunch of thoughts. Okay. Um, and so with that, we can get into the movie. Moogie. Um, our director Moogie. today for Space Chimps 2 is John H. Williams, who Seth thought was H John is Williams. important. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, who You'd did never the, think there'd be a more important age. Indiana Jones and Jurassic Park. I was like, Steven Spielberg. He's like, no, the music. And I was like, John Williams, not H. I think it's tough to get go from composing to directing. Probably. I don't know if I know John Carpenter composes and scores all of his own movies, which is fucking sick. That is sick. I didn't know that. Ben Zeitlin, yeah. who did uh <sighs> Moons Over Miami. No, Beast of the Southern Wild. <laughs> yeah, he totally did that. Wait, he did Beast of the Southern Wild did the music and the directing and the writing and the casting and the editing and the producing. Damn. Yeah. It was like Auteur. Know, One of my my favorite new up and coming directors, Boots Riley, was a rapper before. That's a hell of a still name. Is. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Is Boots that where I would Riley. Boots. I know. Dummy. He's um, but John H. William, this is the only thing he's done. Just is that, is that so, Brandon? It is so. Did he write something else? This is the only thing he's directed, is what I will say. Okay. As a director, this is it. Agreed. Um, and then as far as writers go, you've got... It's just Robert Moreland. And Robert Moreland has done a movie called Space Marines. Mm, that's right. He did Ground Control. Yeah, he's a space junkie. He did Space Chimps. Yeah. He did Thunder Pig. Thunder Pig? Ooh. Yeah, Thunder Pig. I think, I think the writing consistency between Space Chimps 1 and 2 is pretty similar. I could tell, you know, like, even though we'll get there, the recasting of Ham, that the Ham was still clearly written the same, same way. Yeah, and I hate it. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, he, go on, Seth. No, You're giving me some tasteful side eye here. Not tasteful. Oh, I could taste it. <laughs> I just didn't think the writing was as good in the second one. Well, it's the same guy. Phoned in. Might not be as good, but I think it's the same style. Same style. Like, I can agree with that. And then the last two big Might things Robert better. Moreland's done is Happily Never After. <gasps> I, I love that movie. I know you have. And uh, No Malone. I've seen <laughs> Nomeo and Juliet. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. I don't know if I've seen No Malone. Yeah. I haven't seen Nomeo and Juliet either, but I really have another seen one, like, every think. one of those movies. In that, <laughs> All in of those that stupid animated ones. Oh, three to 13 or something. Hoodwinked? Hoodwinked I've seen. That was a banging movie. Hoodwinked is actually pretty good. Yeah. That's just Planet sucked. 51. That's shot. That sucked. Bad. Dougal. Dougal <laughs> slaps. Every time Dougal comes back up when yeah, we talk My about eyes it. light up. <laughs> it's like seeing the sun for the first time. Um, seeing <laughs> kilowatt giving. light up. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that. Um, and then a cast for you guys today. Um, not Andy Samberg. You've got Tom Kenny. You've got SpongeBob is playing ham. Oh, okay. Shit. 
It's it's. I mean, I the, I remember when I watched it the first time, I was laughing when I heard this this obvious fucking four eyed pocket protector pretending to be this cool ass monkey. Doesn't work. I'm sorry. It's funny because Andy Samberg has a certain bravado and charm. He does to it. Um, I, we, I, I, I get saved to like the point nine rated movie I rated. Yeah, I, I was asking Brandon during the space gyms too. I was like, "Do you think this will make Lucas appreciate the first one more, or hate it even more?" And I, we're finding out. Yeah, um, it's funny because the movie getting ahead of ourselves. The movie starts with like Comet, the monkey, the chimp talking about what happened in the first movie and they show some clips of the first movie but they couldn't even just recycle those clips being in the same franchise they had to re-voice over Ham's character with Tom Kenny they couldn't use Andy Samberg again I mean that would be weird too if it was Andy Samberg and then it's a different guy in the intro it is already weird it is weird it sucks and then you should have killed him off instead yeah then you've got Zach Shada, you've got Patrick Warburton, Cheryl Hines, Carlos Alizraki, Laura Bailey, Stanley Tucci, Jane Lynch, and the other one replacing uh, Zartog, no more Jeff Daniels. Yeah, no Jeff Daniels. <clears throat> Mr. John DiMaggio. Another voice acting titan, I would say. It's probably cheaper to go from movie stars to TV voice actors. Oh, 100%. And what what six-year-old is going to know the difference? I mean, I think we would, all of us. <laughs> yeah, this 26-year-old yeah. would. Yeah, 26-year-olds would know. One of them would know. <laughs> the only 26-year-old here. No, I'm like, if there were 26-year-olds in a room. Oh, one of them would know? One of them would know. They're like, they like, wait, this character doesn't have as much brav- bravado as previously. Yeah. <laughs> Where's his charm? <laughs> <laughs> this character is lacking bravado and charm. What the hell? Get that kid in film school. Get him in jail. He knows too much. It's, it's lacking some verve. Please. Give me back ham. Jinjo! Hey, buddy. He's so clear right now. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. And then um, a plot for you guys today. The longest plot I've ever seen is probably because IMDb had such little information that this was like a hand-typed out plot. The whole plot oh, yeah. is in the is in the title. Zartok Strikes Back, yeah. yeah. But they put Comet the Cool Techno Chimp. He wasn't <laughs> cool. <laughs> I know, right? Did Comet write this? Who longs to Did be taking... Did Comet write this? <laughs> His the, sly. Cool. the Cool Techno Chimp when was he who ever longs techno? to be... Taken seriously as a full-fledged space chimp, journeys to the fantastical planet Malgor and bonds with the adorable alien Kilowatt, living out his ultimate fantasy. No Kilowatt wrote However, this it's time for Comet to prove himself when the feared alien ruler Zartog takes over mission control. Comet must show he has the right stuff and join fellow Wii chimps remote. Ham, Luna, and Titan to save the day. <laughs> a very obvious Wii remote. I guess it was 2010. Yeah. Because when did the Wii come out? Like, 08? Um, yeah, 08 or 07. Yeah. Cashing in on Wii Sports. They're like, we need this product placement. Yeah. It is they a long one. I think Seth's right. There is a difference between techie and techno. He's not techno. No. He's still like and an he's not cool. monkey. That was, I was going to say, <laughs> oh, no. I, I was going to say house monkey. Because, like, it's house music. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. you can't do that. Uh, it can't do that though. 
It's you're something else. Yeah, you're fired. I'm fired from being a <laughs> you're guest. Fired. You're fired. You're fired. <laughs> what? That guy's so chill. <laughs> Trump. Yeah. <laughs> the, the guy that was in The Apprentice. What was his name? I don't know if he called people other things besides fired. You know. You terminate. You're gay. You're gay. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly that's what I was thinking. That's actually. the apprentice. He's just outing people yeah. out of the closet. <laughs> We've seen that uh, that sketch, right? Where the guys like, "Thank you for coming to the annual company outing," and they're all, "Woo, thank you." And he just goes, "Derek, you're gay." Oh, because, I have seen what? This. I didn't know. That's Tim Robinson. Too. Yeah, I started watching. I think you should leave. Did you? First season or like third Last season? night in bed, third season, episode one and half of the second. Ooh, I would start with the first season. Well, too bad. I'm already started on the third. That's fair. I just think the first season is a lot more palatable. But it, I'm somebody that sends TikTok clips of season three to you. I think I'll palate it just fine. That's true. You know my humor. You seem to like it already, yeah. <laughs> my, right. And the only reason I'm watching it is because my dad recommended it. No, me. that's so fucked up. <laughs> that's so fucked up. <laughs> I've been recommending this show for like a Doesn't year. <laughs> My, da- my dad texted me because it's on Netflix. He's like, hey, have you heard of the, sh- the show I Think You Should Leave? I was like, with Tim Robinson? I have. He's like, I think you should watch it. I was like, okay. That's- I think he's watched like, Birth. <laughs> yeah, a week birth. later, it's still rattling around in my head. That's a long time. I think, it, I think it's gotten better over the week. That I've just been thinking about it. The, so that's the my thing, update. The thing with birth, birth is that anyway. when you watch it, you think about it for nine months, a full gestational period. Yeah. Maybe. So he's going to be bringing it up a bunch. That would be crazy. She met him after birth. 10 years, so it might be 10 years. He was tenured. We'll have to get Brandon's dad to recommend it to him, so he'll watch it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. I only did that out of spite of you. I was planning on watching it anyway. Yeah. But then when my dad said that, I was like, I have to start it tonight. Yeah, because it'll be funny. <laughs> it is hilarious. It is funny. Hey, Brandon, there's this great 1930s movie. Son, directed by Lenny Riefenstahl, it's called Triumph of the Will. You'd be like, okay, Pop. <laughs> That's on That's Netflix. The you should check it out. That's the Nazi movie. Yeah. The one that he's been trying to get us to do on here. My non super, like, yeah. movie dad just, hey, you should yeah. watch this 1930s film, Triumph of the Will. I think he's a more Nazi. Of, more Werner Herzog. Yeah, your dad's a Nazi. Is that what Shit. That Sorry, Dad. Sorry. No, he's chill. It's a company outing. He's one of the cool Nazis. <laughs> I don't like that. Like he's got Boss. shades on. He's 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 like a chill techno. Nazi. Yeah, he's flipping a nickel and chewing on a toothpick somewhere out there. It is Snedeker. That is German. It is. We've always, we've always decried my Nazi roots, but <clears throat> less, we've little paid attention to Brandon's. Pretty sure my last name's German, too. <laughs> and I'm blonde Ooh. with blue eyes. Yeah. I guess, do you have blue eyes, too, Lucas? He sure does. Yeah. Did they used to be a bright baby blue and they kind of dulled with your soul over the years? (laughs) Is that just me? (laughs) His eyes are black. That's rude. (laughs) Yeah. No, I was trying to relate. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is a rude thing. Did they used to be like really beautiful and blue? (laughs) Did you used to be happy? Did they look like shit now? I don't. Okay. I didn't think. I, of see, it I know what you're saying. I didn't think of it really either. I was just like, I'm sorry. You're approaching it from yourself. You're yeah. beautiful too. Thank you. Sometimes when you blink, you're beautiful. My sh- my soul shudders. Yeah. What's Cause the? Because they're gone. What's the? What's the thing? What's the next thing? 
History. Yeah, what are, where Ooh. were we? History. Cool techno monkey. There's no history. Cool techno history. There's, There's no, no history. history. I have a little bit of dancing. history, I guess. Go ahead. I think Christopher guess. Just in my just in my little research, Lord Christopher guess. I found that the director of this movie owns the Vanguard production company that made it, and he's owned it for a long time. Oh. Vanguard Productions. So it okay. seems to me like they were a partner on the first movie. He's done all sorts of stuff like Shrek and all that. And they're like, well, no one wants to fucking direct this. And he's just like, might be $20 million. Fuck it. I'll go for it. Let me at her. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's a perfect segue into might be $20 because it's budget time. Box in the budget. Budget box. It's an interesting one. Um, And to give you a little refresher, I pulled up the original Space Chimps budget. What do you think like the original 18? Space Chimps cost? 18? I was going to say 12. Mm, 37 million. Oh my <laughs> Fuck. God. Bad. 37 million. It made 7.2 in the opening weekend. Made 30.1 in US and Canada total. And then worldwide made 65.1. So it did make money back. But 37 million is quite a lot for... What year did that come out? 08? 08. That movie was only an hour and 21. This one is only an hour and 16. They make short films over there. So, hey, what do we... Th- uh, my fellow space sluts, what do we think the budget of this movie was? Who are you asking first? Seth. Nine. Yeah, they did slash prices. They don't have to pay a lot. I'm going to say... Fuck. It looked like shit. I'm going to say eight. <laughs> they talked about budget cuts in the film. Yeah. <laughs> like directly. Yeah. That was a meta reference. Um, Jokes on you. I couldn't find a budget. That's <laughs> a good joke. <laughs> Got you. Got Lucas him. laughed. Yeah. He did. I did. He did. He did. Yeah. Um, I did. I think it's, it's, it might be around there. It looked, it, it was incredibly cheaper. Mm-hmm. I think. Remember that JPEG? Yeah, Except I do the, remember the JPEG. Malgore looked better, though. Might have looked a little better. Malgore didn't look better. It was all bad. It was, yeah, I mean... And it, that weird one little space montage looked good, too. Yeah, that's what we were... The, the very beginning and the end credits. Like, that picture of Earth and the end credits looked better than anything I'd seen the whole movie. I mean, I it might have been, like, 15 then. Yeah, I don't know. I think the end credits were like literally just feed photos from yeah satellites. Because then the the next part of the credits was just a picture of like a or another a galaxy, nebula. A yeah. nebula, yeah, a space monkey. There's a space <laughs> monkey. There's a picture of them. But and I don't have space opening weekend monkey. or U.S. and Canada, but I do have a worldwide for you. That funky monkey. Ooh. So Lucas, I'm gonna say say two million. I'm going to say you're trying to trick us again. There is a worldwide. And zero million. Okay. Final I'll let answer. you guess that. Okay. Zero million. Uh, our winner today is Lucas. How close? 0.1. No, I'm kidding. It's 4.3 million. Okay. Worldwide? Yeah. Damn. And it made 65.1 for the first one. Yeah. So it dropped off about sixty million. I didn't think the second one was in theaters or anything. I didn't think so either. I don't know well, how it ended up just worldwide and not America. Where are they showing this shit in theaters? 
Well, we'll get into that when I get into my tagline. Movies. Or not my tagline, my facts. There you go. But we have taglines first. Oh, shit. There's only one. Oh, shit. Right kind of in the middle. It's not at the bottom for you. Seth, read it for us. I'm going to read it. Please read it. Get ready. Go on. To blast off on a new adventure. That's Mm. so bad. Is new spelled G-N-U? No, but there is a five in blast. (laughs) I don't know, but... There isn't. Oh. It's right there. The five. I think you just can't read because of the fifth element. That's why. Yeah. Kill um, Yeah. So Walla, why you go to this film? It's <laughs> good. Um, Kill Walla, why you go to this film is mm-hmm. awesome. She's the fifth element. <laughs> um. She sort of was. In a way. Um, she fucked Bruce Willis. Kilowatt? Yeah, yeah, Kilowatt fucked if, Bruce Willis for sure. She That's fucked canon. Comet. Yeah, they they were smashing for sure. Yeah, what a duo that. What was. a pair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do yeah, I? I'm, I've never really rooted for a child alien and a monkey to get together, but for some reason, child monkey too. I think. I think so. He this didn't like to be called Kingdom. kid though. <laughs> This is Moonrise. It's Wes Anderson all over again. That's why Lucas hated it. That that's why. <laughs> you sure about that? We don't know. We don't know my score. We we don't know his score. You sure about that? That's why. Yeah. Uh, good taglines. Other taglines. Uh, uh Hey fucker. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. To Zartog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to anybody really that's Pointing that thing at you. Zartog guaranteed to laugh. Okay. I don't get it. It's like guaranteed to laugh, but the G on Zartog goes into guaranteed. Oh, wow. That's a flexible <laughs> word. Does like a 90 degree turn. Maybe even 180. Don't forget to get your Fluvian shots Ooh, That's good. this October. That's good, yeah. Let's yeah. hit it. Did you think we forgot about the Fluvian? (laughs) Lucas is really into the Fluvian shot one. Let's get it. He's really into the quicksand right now, apparently. He's sinking. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to set my chair down without getting my cat. There we go. That's fair. So those are some good taglines of our own, Mm. which means now it's fat time. Fat time? Fat time, yeah. Fat time. So let's all look really wide. Jenny Craig fats. Ah! You love Johnny Craig facts. No, I pulled the computer and I screamed. He's scared of him. <laughs> I'm scared of Jenny Craig. He hates, he's scared that's of a, losing weight. That's a guy? No, Jenny Craig. Jenny? I thought he said. I thought you said him. You. Oh, he did say him. You're I scared. You said, he's scared of him, I thought is what you said. But I think you might have said them in reference to food or something. Scared of, mm, like, EM. Of, their, of the dieting program. Yeah, scared of them. All diets. <laughs> Keto, paleo facts. We could do keto facts. Paleo facts. Uh, the Mediterranean diet facts. Mesozoic facts, perhaps. Just because paleo. Yep. Paleolithic Ooh. facts. Crustaceous facts. 
Killifax. Beanbag facts. Bing bong facts. There weren't a lot of beanbags in this one. Dune, Dune enough. facts. Dune facts. Dune. It could be Dune facts. Um, facts. That's good. Yeah, sound for facts. We haven't done that before. We don't even do, do facts. There's a, for our first. That's it. A metal beast. I will capture it and learn its secrets. you just hit an alien okay now to master this metal beast okay the alien's driving my car it's all fine this is far the steering wheel yes and wow i wonder if my insurance covers that i would check your policy got away with one there got away with murder what? Who, who Sorry did you for kill? anyone. I'm the Vaj, the oh, Tower Street guy. That's Big Dog. Sorry for the Tower Street guy. R.I.P. <laughs> I always yeah. forget about him. He's like a memorial. I hope thing. they do. I think I don't know <laughs> when the statute of limitations passed, but I think it is a cold case by now. So I might be in the clear. Might be. It's kind of cool to be friends with a alleged murderer, so yeah. to speak. My dad was. Was he? Yeah, this is very much a guy. Rick Tabish went and killed an old casino guy in, in Vegas and tried to steal his silver. It was this whole big thing in, their, in the early 2000s. And my dad was good friends with him. Lucas always has these fucking stories. With Rick Tabish, you said? Yeah, look up Rick Tabish. He was a... Tabish? Him and the casino guy's affair partner murdered him and dug up his silver on the property. It's better not be like a old wives' tale. I'm googling. No, it was a big deal. I remember it was in the trial. I think my dad was cheering for it. It's my memory. He's like, "Go, Rick, get him!" <laughs> cheering for the murderer. Get his ass. Yeah. Tabish has carved th- a niche in the cryptocurrency mining industry. Oh He's yeah, overseeing they construction all go. Of a 1.9 billion data center in North Dakota, garnering public support from the governor, he calls an unbelievable visionary. Unbelievable. I will have to look into that more later because there's so many results for different things on that guy. Lucas also He's has like a great, great, great uncle that was like a sheriff of a town, but also accused of being the leader of a gang yeah. that was killing people. He I did was. Hear about he this. got hung. Henry Plummer. Blood. Yeah, you, t- you told me about that like my first episode on and I was like, because I was like, I hate teachers. <laughs> And you were like, what about if their uncles were outlaws and they were basketball coaches? I ended up up teaching about him in class. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm like, this is, it's my blood. It's my kin. I karate chopped anyone talking about him. This is my crib. (laughs) I'm just like this guy. That's pretty cool. (laughs) For real. real. Try me, I dare you. Yeah. Um, All right, so my first. Is well, sorry to anyone driving with like a dog in your car. Because <laughs> yeah, we're not making monkey sounds anymore. 
No. We're just we're barking. frightening babies. <laughs> Dog business. You think people with babies listen to this podcast? Yes. Okay. I don't know, actually. That just seems like I feel like if you have a family, you'd stop listening to dumb guys. <laughs> to idiots, yeah. yeah. What about if when I have my family when my daughter's born, mm -hmm. continuing to be a dumb idiot? Yeah, like on purpose. <laughs> Crazy choice. Yeah, right? I'll take it. It's going to get genetic. She'll be a dumb idiot if you keep doing it, Brandon. No, no. no your DNA is going <laughs> to dumbify her. Is that how it works? It's going to departicalize her. Yeah. Well, no. It's going to disintegrate. <laughs> um, like Louis almost did. What happened to him? No. He almost disintegrated. I sent you that was he Snapchat melting in the of him rain? sleeping holding his antler. Yeah. He thought he was disappearing in that photo. Why did you think he was disappearing? Disintegrate. If you took his phone away. He would disintegrate. He would disappear. I guess his hair looks like in the movies when somebody is disintegrating and they've got like the aura flying off of him. That's his hair. That's true. That's true. Let's hope he's, he lives a long life. Let's yeah. hope. Not too long. Um, I have very... <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus, this is my dog. Love I love Lou. Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> um, I said that. I only have five oh, 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 O's for you guys today. You're a dolphin now. Anything but or, a monkey. Or? Now I'm a seal. That's good. I'm a monkey. Um, I've only got five for you. That's why I had no history. There's very limited things on here. And some of it is just things that I've already said. But Zach Shada, Carlos Soller, uh, basically the whole cast reprised their roles for the from the previous film. However, Andy Samberg, Jeff Daniels, and Kristen Chenoweth were replaced by Tom Kenny, John DiMaggio, and Laura Bailey, respectively. I was trying to look into that Andy Samberg thing, and there were just contract disputes about it. Oh, he wanted to get more money? Wasn't Kristen Chenoweth in Deck the, Deck Halls? the Halls? Who was she in this? What a dame. In the first one, I guess. Whoever Laura Bailey played. Okay. Probably Kilowatt, honestly. Uh, yeah, she did sound different. Um, yeah, she's a very pixie-ish girl. So, the other day I was driving to work and I, for some reason, wanted to Kilowatt. listen to... She was? <gasps> I wanted to listen to uh, the Wicked soundtrack, but I, I was listening to just one song and then my phone was like, auto-recommending things after that. Then it played by something by Pen Ben Platt, and then finally it played... A song by Christian Chenoweth from like a Christmas album of hers. <laughs> this is why. Space Chimps, the Wii video game. That's why. That was a Wii That's why it's a remote. Oh. She she had pipes, didn't she? Kristen? Oh yeah, she can sing. Oh, remember, yeah, remember they had a deck the halls when she weirdly got like a three minute long solo and Yeah, when all the power went, went hard. out. Yeah. When all the power just... went out, and so they all hold their phones up to try and still be seen from space. Yeah. And she <laughs> sings Deck the halls. Uh, she, she, no, she, yeah, she was like a hard vibrato. This is her she moment. Sings at the, she sings in RV, too. Good. She did, like, Broadway and stuff, too. Yeah. But she's not in this film. No, she's not. She Curry was replaced by Laura Bailey. Next, oh, 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 <sighs> is that Space Chimps 2 was theatrically released in the United Kingdom on May 28, 2010. 20th Century Fox Home Entertainment released it direct-to-video in the United States um, in October 5th, 2010, and it received universally negative reviews by critics. The film actually originally opened on number seven in the UK on the release weekend. <laughs> it's weird that it's only in the UK, but it does make sense because they don't have space travel or chimps. So this is a little bit of a marvel for them. 
Does the UK not have space travel? I don't think so. I mean, they can't, they've not gotten to the moon or anything, for sure. Is it just like us and China and Russia? And Russia and Italy, maybe? Germany? How would Italy Ethiopia? go to the moon? Up there slinging pasta. <laughs> That's not all they do in Italy. It tastes like shit I've up seen. here. <laughs> yeah. They're room. eating it. They thought it was cheese. They no, did. they thought it was a big pizza pie. Mm, <laughs> Obviously. It's a more you the idiots. The hit their eye and they're like, that's a big pizza pie. That song's never so they, so they created a, a space agency to go to Jack get the pizza. To prove it. <laughs> we'll and show they, you Earth. And then Earth, they get there like, this US. tastes like shit. This is the worst pizza pie ever. God was not in his bag Italians, when he cooked yeah. this. <laughs> We're gonna build a rocket to eat to the moon. (laughs) Eat to the moon. We can be racist towards Italian. It's cool. Of course we can. That one's fine. Because I'm part Italian. Yeah, and it's like barely even racist because we're all white. (laughs) Snediga. I am a Swedish plumber. That's what it's turning into. (laughs) Um, My (laughs) next one for you guys is yeah, is that my next boo. <laughs> Just really scaring dogs. <laughs> oh, is that Tom Kenny and Carlos Alas Rocky appear in Rocco's Modern Life, SpongeBob SquarePants, and Camp Laszlo together? Who? Patrick and Tom who? Kenny and Carlos Alas Rocky, who okay. played Houston. The my mom's it's Houston. Okay, one of my mom's friends. I think I've talked about this as a Foley artist, and he was the Foley artist for Rocco's Modern Life. Nice. Damn. The coolest job in the world, yeah. Yeah. Aside from, like, a fighter pilot, those guys are so cool. But Lucas also knows a fighter pilot. I'd way rather be, like, hitting a can of tuna with a tennis racket than than bombing Iraqis. No, but, like, it's just so cool to be a fighter pilot. Like, you are... The personification morally? of cool. No. Morally. Just appearance-wise. It you, is cool. You went to school a, with somebody, a cool though, dude. Right? Yeah. yeah, Taylor. Being a, a Taylor. professional skateboarder is probably the coolest thing you can do. Unless you're no. named Seth. Being, then being a teacher. Being, being like a youth. teacher. Being yeah. a teacher. Yeah, what about... Uh, That's radical. Like, Serving beers to yeah. rich people. Yeah, who who here has the coolest profession? Yeah. <laughs> Pharmacist, teacher, or... Just some guy. Just, just a server. I mean, pharmacists are, are nerds. Yeah, so that's all. Teachers are also nerds, historically. Yeah, so I think I it win. is Seth. It if, is, if, I do have the coolest if, job. If Devin I work in a leather brewery. jacket. If Devin were I do here, need a leather jacket. If Devin were I here, keep... he glazes glass. Oh, that's for cooler. commercial. That's the coolest one for sure. Then, yeah, that beats brewery. Because I'm not. If niche. I were, if I were higher up in the brewery, it'd be cooler. Or if you're like a high end server, like nah, fuck that. That's not cool. That's nerd shit. You're wearing suit and tie to work. Nerd shit. <laughs> yeah, you're like salutations, my patrons. <laughs> that's true. Did you see that? <laughs> well, I've seen. If you yeah, work I've at Denny's them. and you got like a cigarette at your house and you're just out of your mouth, you're just like hey, fuckers. Yeah, that's cool. He's got what a beanie on with holes yeah. in it. There was a there was a waiter. He doesn't shave, there but he a, doesn't grow facial oh, yeah, hair either, so it's just all scraggly. Can't. There was a waiter Patchy. in the Denny's in Missoula that I fucking loved, and then he died. Ooh. His, 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 his <laughs> Dude, name, don't know why I'm His name tag said Mr. Bill. Oh, they put Every Mr. Every time on I see it. him, I go, Mr. Bill. 
funny. That sounds familiar to me. I think you've just said that to me before. I just didn't know it was Saturday Night Live skit, and it's Uh, Michael Scott doing it on The Office. Maybe that's what it is. It's a Mr. Bill movie. Really? Interesting. Well. R.I.P. to the dead guy, though. My next O is nominations. I was trying to... Actually, when I did mine, it kind of sounded like Will Smith doing his, like, thing. He always clears his throat like that. He does, like in that YouTube rewind video. Yeah. Yeah. He probably made that noise as he slapped Chris Rogers. Oh! Yeah. Ah! <laughs> it's my Will Smith impression. Uh, hey. But nominations. This was Thank nominated you. for one thing. It did not win. At the Cinema Audio Society, it was nominated for Outstanding Achievement and Sound Mixing for DVD Original Programming. Didn't the first it wasn't one win a, some kind of stupid award? Probably. Was that it was a casting maybe a nominee? They had a lot of cast in that. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe like the Jane Goodall Chimp Foundation or something like that. It was yeah. pretty well mixed to its credit. I guess. There was one moment where I was like, this is like actually a professional movie where they threw a monkey against the wall and he slid down and hit the floor. And I was like, that sounds acceptable. He was the fo- the Foley artist was good. Yeah, they, they, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't Birdemic or Talking Cat or something that bad. Yeah. Is that what a Foley artist is? They just make up noises for yeah. shit going on? Like the sound effects. They do make on. it up. They don't mix it, yeah, but they do like, so someone steps in a show, then someone behind the scenes has to like make that sound physically with something else. So when we went and right. visited him at his studio, he had like tennis rackets he'd bang against his hand and that's supposed to be like a squishy walk and he had like a, a duck call that was supposed to be like a gunshot or something. I don't know. It was, it was, they he loved to use like tin foil and celery for like fight scenes, breaking celery is like, yeah, he's just like throwing punch. sandwiches against the walls, trying everything out. Garbages, garbage cans. This garbage. Yeah. Cabbage. Um, That's and cool. my last oh, 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 is uh, where uh, bottom bottom movies of all time where it ranks uh, on MDIB. Are we guessing on MDIB? Are we guessing? Sure, why not? Seventy-seven. Okay, That's it. No need to guess, Lucas. I think Brandon, tell him I'm is right. It, is it one of those where it's not enough views to register? But if it was correct, so probably like twenty then. Okay, the winner today is Lucas. It, this movie ranks as the number 44 worst movie of all time, <laughs> according middle. to IMDb. Others that we've reviewed so far in their rankings include Kirk Cameron Saving Christmas at number Bad four. Movie. Damn, is that our lowest one? Yes. Uh, that wasn't the worst movie. one, though. Big Fir- Bigfoot versus D.B. Cooper that at was good number movie. five. Oh, good movie. Worse. Artistry. Birdemic to the Resurrection at number nine. Birdemic at number good 12. Movie. The Hottie and the Naughty at number 15. Pretty good. The Star Wars Holiday Special at number 19. <laughs> that's a portion of a film. So much lower. Yeah. Yeah. Cats at number 43, right below this one. Okay. What's Seth died? Uh, uh, just thinking about Star Wars. <laughs> Did I listen to that episode the other last week? You went back to that one? Oh, was yeah. It? 
<laughs> it was funny. You were dying. <laughs> you were losing it. Yeah. Oh, that was the one that I had like a like had a for panic real panic attack, attack. Oh, yeah. but not like the laughing one. I had a There's... for real one where I went out to Marine and she's like, "Are yeah. you okay?" Yeah. I was like, "No, <laughs> I wasn't for a second there." There's just stuff in that that like way past all the stupidest bullshit of the guy like pouring his drink in his head. Of course, we <laughs> we can all relate to that. But like stuff like the the main bad guys die from falling from slipping off of like a a home's balcony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like in, 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 a star, in a Star Wars film, yeah, where there's not a begging for a lightsaber or a gunshot, and they slip off of a, <laughs> off like, of a tree. Oh, we got a domicile. <laughs> they and fall they out all, of a treehouse and, and they die. All fucking what do you astral project to go to Wookiee Heaven? Yeah, that's yeah. A uh, even the humans and robots. Her trying to her trying to cook like that's, yeah life day dinner. <laughs> well, I was. Yeah, remember when Princess Leia was like, hey, all you Wookiees, I don't know what Wookiee Day is about, <laughs> but here's a song. Yes. I don't really understand this Hanukkah business, you Jews, but here's Dreidel Dreidel. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even have subtitles. Anyways, what are some of the other movies, Brandon? Oh, uh, yeah, what are the other? They didn't What's have subtitles. <laughs> the giant rats. <laughs> yeah, like you put another one in the jukebox. The fucking rat. <laughs> one more round. Okay, I'll buy you all one more drink. Yeah, the jazz band was upset, and she's just like, "Fine, guys, just give me another drink to hold you over, then finish the set off." That's on the TVs. We are executing people out past a certain time. You have to get out of the bar before I die. No, we're drunk. Okay. Another one. I'll, I'll buy. Yes, I'll enable you. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Okay, the <laughs> last alien who's just a giant rat. <laughs> the last one's on this. So there's cats. Then there's like, this you think at 44. You, <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep getting stuff on Star Wars. <laughs> Couldn't look different ways. It's just bouncing. <laughs> Yeah, and the, yeah, and the guy. <laughs> yeah, and then the late the bartender B. Arthur was like, "Quit hitting on me, so guy!" But let me top you off. Yeah, uh, she she pours Pour gin in his head. Into his head, and then goes into a whole musical number. Yeah. Guys, yeah. guys, uh, we did this movie seven <laughs> months ago. We gotta move on. It feels like just last night in my. Fucking fever dreams, though. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so there's cats at forty three. This at forty four. Yep. And then the last two cats, you got... the musical with James Corden, blue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the you got uh, Dragon Wars at seventy seven. The D Wars, the Amugi and the Baraki, yeah. and Nick War- Nick Nick Wars, Nick Cage, uh, Wicker Man, right? and then the Wicker Man at ninety seven. So not the original one. That is gonna end it. We are crying. <sighs> and with that. We can get into the movie. 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 Oh, yeah, that hurts. <laughs> I couldn't breathe for a second there. <laughs> yeah, and you... I couldn't either, but I don't at least... I don't have an excuse That's for it That's what Nicole anything. Kidman feels like when we shoot her into space. <laughs> <laughs> She's just in a vacuum. Christ. <laughs> we'll send her in a, in a starship. Maybe a Jefferson starship. Ooh. That's the only thing this movie was missing. <laughs> They just did two songs. Starship number? (laughs) 
<laughs> we know you've been waiting for Luke. Wait a little bit longer. Here's find your way back by, by Jefferson Starship. Yeah. I know, I know you guys are begging for Han and Chewie to get back to this planet. But, but let's watch but let's watch Iggy jerk off in the living room. Well, itchy, uh, not Iggy. Itchy, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> All their names are so it's fucking gross. Tina Turner. Well, yeah, Chewie was short for Chewbacca. Itchy is short for Itchbacca. Itchbacca, Malabaca, Malabaca kind of slaps. Malabaca does kind of slap. And then whatever the young one's name was, Lumpy, Lumpy. Remember when the like, stormtroopers came up and, <laughs> and just fucked his just toy up? Just broke his room, you stupid kid. Broke his Brandon toy cried. and took the comforter off his bed. Brandon cried for real. Not like the hysterical cry. He was like, that's so sad. Yeah, he just broke his toy lumpy. and ripped the Nazis. his bed apart. This is, yeah, this is Anne Frank's diary. <laughs> Just recordings of his grandpa jerking off. <laughs> in a little cartridge. Dude, this is this was peak like eighties people doing coke kind of thing. 70s, where everyone just I get, think, right? 79, yeah, 78. Everybody yeah. gassing each other. This is the this is the pinnacle of yeah, 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 yeah. And then and the, yeah, 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 yeah. And no one's disagreeing, and that's how you get all I'm yeah. thinking about is yeah. lump baka. <laughs> lump baka. Lumpy baka. There's okay, so much. So. So just, Nicole came into the space shot in his face with Jefferson yeah, Starship, and they're on their way Jettison to her. And they're on their way to save some weird holiday. Yeah, that reminds me of that chimp stuff. chimp day or whatever. Festivus. I don't know. Chimp Creech day. day. Creech day. They they've been blasted. Nicole Kidman and Jefferson Starship have been blasted in the vacuum of space to save Creech Day, January thirteenth. But you can't forget that they're all wielding banana berries and Wii remotes. That's another. We'll get there in that. That's funny. Yes. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, the phone is just acid. I guess. <laughs> I haven't or laughed. Molly. I don't think. I don't think I've laughed that hard since, since Star the Star Wars, Wars yeah. episode. We should just do yes, that yes. again. Oh my yeah. god! Space Chimps Two. This time it's the nerd story. This time it's personal. <laughs> yeah, they kill oh, a, a lot of people. It's an interesting way because. They start with Comet, and he's like, this is my story. I'm Comet. But it's like... <laughs> this is what like happened the, in the last movie. Yeah, he's like the sixth or seventh most important part of the first movie. So to, to downgrade protagonists that heavily, to shift, you know, it's, they don't go to Luna, they don't go to to David Putty's Titan. character, they don't go to Houston, hmm. they don't go to Zartog or Kilowatt, they go to Comet. It's a choice. Yep. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he narrates like this is what happened in the first movie, even though this is mine, and it doesn't have Andy Samberg's voice. And the three chimps from last time, Titan Ham and Luna, became superstars afterwards. They were even printed on these really bad pixelated magazines. Those were kind of funny. I did um, laugh at him in the Time magazine, yeah, doing, like the profile shot. But Comet's like <laughs> the next chimp that's going to go to space, and he's getting ready for the journey. Um, but apparently, along this way, he's been video chatting with Kilowatt. It's it's such a weird energy for this movie. 
they're, are they, never, are they he's dating? He's never met this alien. They're but, dating. But they're, sure. they're, they're online dating. dating. Yeah. That's, that's like <laughs> the relationship that they develop. Yeah, because they go, I, I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait <laughs> or, to meet you too. It's like my dad and his Indonesian girlfriend in circa 2008, I guess, would be the right time. Yeah. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, this, is, this is so like Lucas's dad and this. What, did you say Taiwanese girlfriend? Indonesian. Indonesian girlfriend. Yeah, Kilowatt's just a mail order bride. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Do they but, ship these women in boxes? No. But somehow, so. somehow he's invented a technology yeah. that can video chat to a different planet through a wormhole. Yeah. How? So, I don't know. So they can sex. Kilowatt, if you forget from the first movie, is is 98% head. And, yes. And is... Good news, Comet. <laughs> yeah. And, and like Her six years old and, <laughs> and sings. Yeah. And always is going... Yeah, that's where she's horny. Which is always. Yeah. She never stopped making that noise. Um, Comet, also, big theme in this movie... Always riding a unicycle. Yeah, it ruins a lot of... It's just his transportation. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it it sucks his transportation. It ruins a lot of the emotion in some of these scenes. (laughs) We'll get to why. Sadly pedaling. It's like that scene in Arrested Development when... Yeah. Like when Michael Sayers walk into... Maybe there's a theme you're right, Brandon. Christmas time. Yeah, he's, he's always here, and he's, he's like slouching and walking sulking. slow. That's his shoulders on the unicycle, is Michael yeah. Sarah style. But Zartog, if you remember last time, was brought down to Earth on the the no was made the nose the cone of the rocket ship. Yeah, and was frozen in Fresnar on the planet. Yeah, and so now he's here on Earth, and he's just a lawn decoration, <laughs> yeah, having dogs pee on him and the centerpiece. Yeah, and all the other chimps are preparing for their journey. Apparently, Comet isn't fully set to be the next chimp like they haven't released it but he's like oh i'm gonna be the next chimp in space and uh i think someone has told him yeah basically yeah but he's for now he's kind of like the personal assistant for ham ham comes in on a presidential helicopter that shit's so they're like oh he's like there's the president he's like all their assistants because he has to get luna and titan drinks and stuff and houston banana well no one's like paying attention to power the most yeah they all do yeah but uh, Ham's like a big hot shot now, and I just hated that it wasn't Andy Samberg. Like you said, no charisma. They wrote the yeah. exact same way, but SpongeBob did not do the trick. This sounds so bad. Because yeah, the, I the love thing Tom of Kenny. his thing in his in the first movie is he's like a fucking cool, cool hot shot. You know, he's he's like fucking Elvis or something. And this one, he just does not have that gravitas. Yeah, he sounds like that. He's, uh, I don't know, because in the old one, it was like, he was cool because he's like, who even cares? You know, I'm like yeah. a fucking monkey. I'm just a dude. And I'm, I like to tell jokes, you know, it was like, yeah. it was more of a coping mechanism to deal with the pain in his heart and a hollowness that he had. And You're the second right. one, it was just like, ah, I'm fucking, I'm, I'm ham, him, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. That was it. He was supposed to go on Leno at one point. Did he say that? Or like a fake Leno name? No, he's like you're. You're on tonight for animals with Jay Leno. Oh, oh that's wow. right. Stupid that. pet tricks or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I also thought that the animation somehow looked worse. I thought it looked bad. Horrific. Somehow the, looked the worse. The background. Yeah. 
Yeah. No depth. There's nothing back there. What back? No, those cars and those the people and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, that shit was hilarious. Those two dudes walking up to the alien. Bad. Those guys. The Swiss, the Danish guy and the Southern guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what accents because that was those two were just John DiMaggio and Tom Kennedy. It's not even like they were different voice actors. One was those a Southern and one was a voices. Danish. Yeah, it was awesome. But what did I hit with my car? <laughs> Fuck! What are you doing at NASA in like a t-shirt and khaki? Yeah, there's two dudes. Yeah, they got from this. We gotta lasso this boy up. The only people I've seen in the space station are some senator, the three scientists, and monkeys. monkeys. And then there's just two dudes in an SUV. What did I hit with my road tripping? Road <laughs> yeah, it's Euro trip. They found a Texan guy. Um, but this movie sucks so hard. Comet, he's like riding his unicycle by delivering drinks and almost gets hit by that car that they're driving they're so oblivious oh no it wasn't that car no, it was, it was a car with the senator being interviewed through the sunroof i think it was like, like the back of a pickup truck was it it was something they were <laughs> driving in a car and the president's standing in the car and two the guys president are or the, the nasa the senator, guy sorry yeah, the, well, yeah. whoever he was the president yeah. of nasa boss man yeah, yeah. boss man was guy. standing in the car who i still <clears throat> he was funny in the last movie and he's still kind of funny in this one there's a voice actor who's good with him <clears throat> yeah but uh yeah he's getting this interview it was this weird like first person interview like pov shot from like, oh, like the that. interviewer yeah. style yeah <clears throat> And they're well, they couldn't keep. It would be weird if they just kept showing a moving car that they were interviewing him on, just doing laps. But it's they're at the space center and they're getting like a huge makeover to basically make this space center a five star resort as well for the chimps only. Yes, but they're still putting in ice cream sundae bars and shit like that anyway. And uh, <clears throat> comment is he gets to his computer and looks he's not going on the newest Malgor mission because of budget <laughs> cuts. So instead of like posting like the list of who made it, they just cross his name out from the list. Like they knew he would be hacking in and reading it. Yeah. Budget cuts X not going. <laughs> not this one. No. Nice try loser. What what uh, cool techno guy. Cool techno monkey. Seth's favorite characters from the first movie are back though. Is the other note that I'm the scientists. The scientists. Hmm. I love those four guys. I loved them in this one too. Honestly, they had an arc. Loved them just as much. They did have an arc, and they overcame so much. Yeah, two um, an arc. How much are they? I asked Brandon when we were watching it, but how much are they paying Comet that he's a budget cut to not go into space? <laughs> like, I what what money are they saving by not sending him? I, you're, I guess that's a good question. Yeah, maybe just like an extra week's supply of bananas. <laughs> but they're putting in a Sunday bar for monkeys on Earth. You think they could afford it? Well, yeah, and but you're potentially saving money if he goes off and gets you know killed in space. That's one <laughs> yeah. less mouth to feed. Apparently, or if he gets yeah. if he gets hitched. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they were, he gets married. On they weren't Malgor. anticipating that. He's the mail order Cause, ride because he calls Kilowatt. He's like, "I'm not going." She's like, "You're not coming to visit me." Yeah, she's so sad. Oh, so he unicycles He's away. Like, These video calls are great and everything, but if only you were here with me, it's it sexually is, driven. It is, yeah. I'm not going to be able to show you everything in my body, she said. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, I know, damn it. Let me go cycle. <laughs> so yeah, he, uni he unicycles away. Um, Ham doesn't seem to, he goes to Comet, 
or he goes to Ham, and Ham doesn't care that he's trying to tell him he's been cut from the mission. Mm. So he unicycles to the rocket instead. And he's like, I'm going to get on this rocket at least to feel what it's like. And he uses a little card. It's like, access denied. So he's like, I'll get in there somehow. So he scales the rocket. Did you have a quote about that? Do I have a quote about that? With the walkway? No, with him, the access denied thing. I don't think so. I don't know. I might have written it down. It was funny. What did he say? He's like, oh, I'm a remember. monkey. It can't stop me or something like that. It was something like that. Access denied. And he's like, deny this. You know, something corny. <laughs> but he's like scaling the rocket trying to get in. Did you notice when he was walking across that like giant red exhaust pipe thing that there was a just a sidewalk like next to him, like a walkway? <laughs> I did he's not. like I, almost falling. I was like, yeah, he's a monkey. He can walk across like anything. And he's like struggling to balance. On a like, tube. no. He could do it upside down with one leg if he wanted to. He's a monkey. He's a yep. chimp. Yeah, that's their that's their thing. Maybe it's because um, he's such a, a such a nerdified. We didn't we talk about this a little bit last time in Space Chimps, where he's like such a human adjacent monkey that he forgot everything about what it means to be wild and be a monkey. He's so like technologically plugged in that oh. he can't. Maybe he can't like swing around and be primal like he needs to be. Maybe I forgot that deep motif from the first space commentary ships. on technology and yeah. its advancing role in society. We're losing our our souls. Know, our souls. Losing my religion. Our primitive uh Yeah, our primality. Yeah. I is that right? I don't know if that's a word. It sounded good. I'm trying to turn primitive into a noun. Primality and sounded good. It does sound good. Um and Prime so primitivity. That also sounds good. Dramaturgically. Mm. Dramaturgically. Don't like that one. Um, he's So he's trying to break into this rocket, and he uses his banana berry synchronization. This is a, he the 3.0. This, yeah, he invented this phone. That is pretty cool. The banana berry 3.0. He uses the synchronization <laughs> to get aboard the ship and trying to scale it instead of taking that walkway. And he gets in, and he's like, Pushing buttons and flipping levers to, like, set the whole rocket up to get ready for launch. And he's like, yeah, too bad I can't. Too I wish I could camp. really light this candle. That's yeah. what he says. And the, the ship's like, oh, light the candle. Let's fucking go. Dumbass ship. So the autopilot takes over and they which, fly off. Which, ignoring the thousands of other man hours and that would be needed to coordinate a launch like this. <laughs> Just, like, yeah. set up so yeah, someone can turn the ignition right now. <laughs> go off. It's... It's great that in this universe, hypothetically, yeah. if a guy was loud enough from outside of the ship saying, light this candle, the computer yeah. would just be like, okay, and they're, just launch they're itself. They're holding a birthday party outside, holding they a giant cake. Yeah. I can't light like this candle! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, candle in the They just play the song. Candle in the wind. That's good. Um, so it, it takes off, but it's, yeah, he's it's like trying to they get... like accidentally launch a rocket. Gra- he's trying to get ground control to like whoopsie help yeah. him. Like a phrase that nobody uses for anything. Light and the candle. I've never heard anybody in like no. day to day life be like, "Let's yeah. light this candle." Except <laughs> my my dad, who's almost fifty now, when he and he's a fireworks. space chimps aficionado himself. He is that yeah, too. He yeah. was the he space chimps officiant for their wedding mm-hmm. for Comet and Kilowatt. Officiant is that yeah. what it's called? No, aficionado. But he said officiant at first. What's officiant? The person that officiates the wedding. I thought that was like a priest. 
That's if the you dad. Do a religious one, that's the dad. The dad's the priest. If you're doing a religious one, no, I don't have religion. Okay, I didn't. Well, then your dad is gonna do it. I'm sweet. Too pro. Um, and so he's like trying to get ground control to like, hey, let's stop this thing. But they're all do too distracted at the ice cream bar, and the rocket. It the does, rocket blast. It was does so get strong. me. It, it it was it does get me every time that the, <laughs> maybe like the only time I laugh in the movie when the monkey's like furious like like God damn it somebody help me come on come on and then they pan to him and it's just them making monkey noises it happens later with Zartog too and I do love that when he's like I'm gonna get all of you motherfucker monkey yeah. business and then it just pans to him and he's just like snorting I thought that's kind of funny those are those are fun to you that's like your guilty pleasure kind of movie yeah like yeah theme. But this rocket blast was so strong that it caused a dust storm that shatters the window of this person's house, which apparently happens every time a rocket takes off, supposedly. This poor person (laughs) housed way too close to the... But it was so strong that it causes the Fresnar to break on Zartog too, And now his reign will happen once again. He He, will strike back. He eats the dog. He doesn't eat the dog. We must watch different versions of the movie. Um, and so, how did you guys watch this? Did you rent it? Prime. Brandon spent money on it. It was free on YouTube. Not ah. like a, not like a YouTube official, but some guy was like, "Here's Space Jam's two for you guys." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I should have known. Yeah, because <laughs> no one's gonna fight over Space Ships two. Yeah, this guy's. No, it was, and putting yeah, it on YouTube. It wasn't like some of those times where they have to like modify it to fit the. To, ba- to beat the censors, you know, where you have to, like, crop it a little bit. It was just like, here's Space Chimps yeah. 2. He just straight up uploaded team. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. A straight rip from the digital copy to yeah. YouTube. I love um, it. So, Houston finally notices that Comet's gone. And in, a, in space, from a video call to Mission Control, but also the call went to Comet's personal laptop, I guess. Yeah, this he had it hooked feed. up earlier, I guess. And so he, he catches that. He's like, oh, we need to save him. But Comet's in space doing zero gravity acrobatics and looking at he the different it. planets, planets traveling at a crazy speed. He, yeah, because yeah, he was at Pluto in like an hour. <laughs> and I don't know. I thought it was funny, too, because he's like, oh, my God, I fucked up. I need to get back home. I messed up in space. And then like the next scene, it cuts to him. He's he's loving it. Zero he's so gravity. Zero gravity. Yeah. He loses all anxiety about it. Yeah, he's like, I made the right call. And so Boss Man, he comes into mission control with the press to show them their new project. They are sending the chimp knots, as he referred to them, to terraform a planet and make it habitable. Yeah, that made me laugh. You're like, their last mission was just to discover what was on the other side of a wormhole. Yeah, they didn't think they were going to bring the monkeys back even. (laughs) Now they are creating they're terraforming for humans <laughs> now they're a construction they looked group. happy but he they had this he had this scene that seth loved where the boss kept opening and closing the door i did love He's that like, too uh, i'm not gonna tell you maybe if i, no, if I, I tell you, you i have to kill you i will i'll I kill, you. kill you i will i'll kill you and then the last he's like i wouldn't kill you but I would kill you. But no, I'm just kidding. No, I wouldn't. And he opens the door the last time. Doesn't even say anything. Just makes a fucking That's face funny. at him and then closes it. So funny. Watch the movie just for that. I'm recommending this. 
And then you get this weird scene Skipping where ahead. where Ham, like the whole next scene is just Ham sticking a banana into a a clown's ear and turning it into balloon <laughs> animals on the other side. That's right. Yeah, why does he need to continue his like circus act? Is that just He doesn't. Because he's getting interviews with the president and Jay Leno, and he's like, me, me and Krusty the Clown here, I don't do our act every night. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. I, he must have just, just really... Just because showman? Yeah. I think so. I think he just fell in love with the, the those guys. The game. It, like, made him who he was, maybe. I don't Call know. back to his, his adolescent life. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't bring back... Uh... his name <laughs> go on keegan yeah keenan thompson thank keenan that's exactly right the monkey's all right folks <laughs> that's why we put Take the suit on the monkey, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh and you gave it a point nine. <laughs> yep that sucks and so yeah you get that little scene where he's doing that and then houston calls ham and luna he's like i need you guys here Comet's gone. I don't know how to. She's like, "Oh, you just need to change this wiring and do this." He's like, I don't know how I'm old. So they got a jetpack to base to get in touch with Comet. They didn't have to do that. And you get the hijinks with Ham at flying the jetpack until he falls out. Yeah, it Luna, takes so long. Luna catches him, carries him while jetpacking, and I really wanted her to bump into the tower of rockets lining up. So they had to send Ham to Iraq yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's the the whole setup there was funny too because like we got to get there fast. How are we gonna get there fast? And like let's take the jetpacks and they fly all around NASA. Yeah, and fucking <laughs> whoopsie do and dipsy dive all over the place. Yeah, it takes them forever to get there. They crash. Um, yeah. So Zartog gets run over by a car. Zartog got <laughs> run over by a Hyundai. Nice. He's he's so short too. That <laughs> we had no clue how short he was because he's always like bigger than the monkeys and like kind of this hulking he, figure. Yeah, he's like four <laughs> he step feet out. Tall. Yeah, he's like a raccoon. He's like scares <laughs> away. <laughs> a right, little trash panda. Oh man, he's so small. We also missed too that. <laughs> When comets in space, this is a good scene we were talking about earlier because we see all these actual like space wonders and stuff as he's traveling. He kind of ruins it because he's like taking a selfie with it, and he's like, "Whoa, oh, yeah. that's the with Nebula it. Galaxy!" Yeah, uh, but it is. Go ahead, Seth. No, no, no. I was just asking if you were talking about the part where he's going through the like, I guess it's the hyper tunnel, but like the wormhole looking thing again. No, that comes up. In just like, a second. Yeah, this is just like him exploring okay. the cosmos, sort of. Yeah. Which is what we wanted from the first movie. Remember, we were like, let's see like these monkeys' reactions to the wonders Show of space. Anything yeah. about space. And it kind of was good. It played off this time. I liked it. I, I'll disagree with you on that one politely. Okay. Why is that? Look like shit. Taking... <laughs> I, it, I was going to look like shit either way. I just didn't. I think I just hated Comet this whole movie. kind of sucked until he got to. The fucking Malgor and he was Tully a player. Bangs. He yeah. didn't even bang, he was just like, I don't give a fuck Kilowatt, I'm, I'm a fucking monkey, yeah. I did this all by myself, I am out here, I'm different. <laughs> then I was like, alright, come so he's just going around being a fucking alpha. This guy is techno. <laughs> he was. <laughs> uh, but no, I just didn't, it was just stupid, he was just saying stupid things, looking at all the marvels of the universe. Yeah. I was mad. Well, Zartuk gets run over, the Southern and the Danish guy come out of the car like, 
Oh shit, man! He ran over an alien. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! And then there's also shit. this thing where Zartog's obsessed. Maybe it's to call back to the first one. Obsessed with, with robots with, with taming metal? beasts. Yeah, he's like another metal beast. Yeah. I shall conquer it. As he hops in the car. Probably well, from the first he one because he had before, such a power. He says that before yeah. he gets yeah. ran over. He wasn't like obsessed with him though in the first one. I don't, it was kind of a weird fixation on this one. Every, yeah, he had to control metal beasts. Yeah. It's, a, but, it's a weird yes. wrinkle. <laughs> he steals their car. He crashes it. So funny. Him running as the four foot dude. <laughs> He's getting so yeah. fast. He's so fast. And he gets like in. You can like, barely guy. see his head <laughs> in the windshield. That's probably why he I crashed he was the car. Seven, I thought he was six eight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can't He's reach like the frog. fucking gas pedal. <laughs> frog, raccoon sized frog. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, so, Luna is trying to help to get in contact with Comet. I have to but, conquer this metal piece. Just run gets over. This frog. It reminds me of my buddy Braden growing up. Got he hit by a car? No, he didn't get hit by a Whoa. car, but there was this fucking autistic kid that lived in his neighborhood <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere, where the den is now. They lived okay. in that neighborhood out there by that big Albertsons. But this kid was always dressed in a different... Uh, outfit, you know, always a different superhero. So he's in this Power Rangers outfit one day, and he jumps into traffic in the middle of this <laughs> residential street, and he goes, "Stop!" In the name of the Red Ranger, and the car's gotta like hit the e brakes. <laughs> so he did stop him. <laughs> he got he powers. Stop. And to be fair, in the name of the Red Ranger, he did stop. <laughs> yeah, this kid just jumped into traffic. Just gets his clock clean. Oh. <laughs> that was what Zartok. I demand me. thee. Yeah, he did do that. Yeah. Seth is losing at this episode. Yeah. Very distracted uh, drivers, these dudes, too. <laughs> they didn't see the, the frog in the road. <laughs> they just blasted. Yeah. The guy's on the phone. It doesn't even sound like that important of a phone call. He's like, yeah. No, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an alien. Yeah, I'll get wings for dinner. Well, it's also, you can see the background. It's nothing. Yeah, There's no nothing. trees. Yeah, right. It's flat plains and a road. And you'd see an alien, right? In the middle of, of course. it all. This is oh, NASA. But, He's yeah, doing like 70. Get... <laughs> the gates of NASA. Luda tries to get in contact with Comet, but he's already in the hypertunnel. And in this hypertunnel, Comet is having 2001 A Space Odyssey like hallucinations. But there's but bananas. Just about bananas and ham and Zartog on a unicycle. Being chased this... by a wiener dog. So the first one was sort of a 2001 A Space Odyssey lark. Mm-hmm. Right? So is this supposed mm-hmm. to be the sequel? Is this supposed to be 2048 or whatever? I guess so. Interesting. To 2049? A Space Odyssey? Or is that Blade Runner? That's Blade, Blade Runner. That's Blade Runner. Um, and so, um, Comet is landing, crash lands successfully mm. on Malgorp, and he's like, alright, I gotta find Killwatt. She's just immediately right there. She's like at the base of the rocket. She's like, Comet! And now you get a little montage of Zartog trying to break into the base, but is deterred over and over by an electrical fence. Yeah. But then he's inside the fence the next scene. Yep. He passed it, but we don't see how. But he's ready to take down Ham with a crowbar. I didn't know he ever learned their names. Right? 
Yeah, that was throwing me off the whole time. I didn't like that he knew their Where names. did he get the crowbar? He found it by the tree. It was just by a tree, yeah. And then he had it the rest. Oh, God. He just had it the rest of the movie. But yeah, he's like, I got to take down Ham because he is the leader of this planet. So he's going to take down Ham. And now you get a montage of the romantic yet celebratory walkthrough of the Kilawala Hilohiu Haha village together. Yeah, that's right. With them. And also. Zartog sneaking through the NASA base and messing around on treadmills. Hi. <laughs> Another machine he has to dominate. Sorry, I... Alex entered the room. And? We don't need to know his business. Yeah, what was your business? Yeah, he does try to conquer the treadmill. And then that's a classic cartoon thing where it goes too fast and he hits the wall. And then mm-hmm. slides down it and it sounded acceptable. That that was the scene, you're right. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Um, and after this little uh, romantic and celebratory walkthrough with that dance scene that you lost your mind to, I love comic lines with them. I was, I was yeah, the crying, laughing at that dude. Um, why? Yeah. Why? How do they know how to how to do the bossa nova? And they're all like, <laughs> "Yeah, are going through I, it." I just didn't. Yeah. I didn't think about it being like a big celebration because I was like, I was like "Why are they doing language. this?" It is. And, yeah, Brandon's like, well, they're celebrating his uh, his return. And, like, you know, Mulgore's been such a good place since they saved the day. But I thought they were just doing that for, like, a good time. <laughs> I thought so, too, I guess. This, this is what the village people get up to. They're always conga lining. Once a day. It's the, it's the daily 5 p.m. conga line. Are these, were, <laughs> these are the beanbags? Are these the beanbags from the first movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are they actually called? Mangalors? They didn't have a name still. They were Kilawala Wihu Wazuins or whatever, because that's the village they lived in. But it's also but I don't her know what name and race. Yeah. So yeah, that was also her name. Yeah, I don't get it. We'll yeah, call them Mangalores. Mangalores? Yeah. No, they're not Mangalores. The Mangalorians. Yeah. They're Mangalorians. And, uh, so Comet shows off his Banana Berry 3.0. <laughs> To uh, to kilowatt, she's like, "Oh, this is what you've been talking to me on." And as he like dials it, the phone emissions interfere with the brains of the beanbags and have them glitching out. And she's like, "They love it." He's like, "They do." Because he's like, "Is it messing with their brains? Like, should I stop?" And she's like, "No." (laughs) Do it again. (laughs) They're all like fucking dancing. (laughs) So the the message here, then, if I can extrapolate it to the kids, is that sometimes drugs are okay. Like, yeah, they're just yeah. a good time. <laughs> they don't have bad consequences sometimes. That's what as this As long movie as it's somebody said. else giving you the drugs. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, should I, should I be worried? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no. Oh, Jeez, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened to him. <laughs> Lucas, did you see earlier? This is way earlier in the film about the banana berry when he's talking to Houston about it. And he's like, it's the 3.0. I've upgraded it. It's uh, it's touchscreen now. It yeah. has SMS. It has a camera. It does phone calls. And I was like, was it just a banana before? That wasn't a phone. <laughs> yeah. You added everything. banana berry 1.0 was fruit. Yeah. They had the banana berry in the first movie, right? I don't. I, know. I think they had something that he'd built like that to keep in contact with him somehow on through the yeah. wormhole. Yeah, I don't know if it was branded as a banana berry. I like no, when I he was like. Was banana I was like. Still. I liked when he was like kilowatt. Look, it's a touch screen, and he touches the screen, and <laughs> nothing work. happens. So then he pushes the button. Oh yeah, to it's a low. banana. Yeah, <laughs> you can just oh, touch a banana with, and call your mom. 
That'd be really weird. You can touch a banana and watch porn, though. And call your mom. No, it was, it was a jerk-off metaphor. Oh, I know. Okay. You can call your mom while jerking off. You should not do that. You shouldn't, but you could. should not do that. This is why I don't tell my parents to listen to this podcast. <laughs> They're going to hear me say some crazy things. Um, and so Comet and Kilowatt are now going to take the Fluvians out to tour the planet. Seth got hyped over some Fluvian shit. Yeah. It, I equated it to be, like being Avatar. a regular Star Wars fan. You're like watching episode eight and you're like, oh my God, Mark Hamill's Luke Skywalker. No, I yeah. thought of Avatar. Yeah. Avatar? Yeah. When they're like flying the, on the raptor things. When they fly on those with the halo. When they connect via the halo. Yeah. I was just saying I was in the audience as a fan clapping for the Fluvians returning to the silver yeah. screen. Return to Return of the Sith. Return yeah. of the Sith. Yeah. The play um, the hits. That's what my boy. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So Zartog runs into Titan <laughs> in, Michigan, in, in the space center and keeps trying to whack him with a crowbar. But Zartog apparently... Very easily earns the trust of Titan well, and gets level 5 clearance and emission control. Part of Titan's thing is he His was journey. changed after after <laughs> visiting these things and he's like a PTSD ridden exercise freak. <laughs> so his, his brain is clearly jumbled. Crunches. Yeah, and so when he comes back, he's He's like he remembers Zartog in some form or fashion, but he th- he's like, yeah, go for it. I don't I don't remember. I'm I'm shell shocked. I guess <laughs> Zartog, how are you, you motherfucker? <laughs> you look ugly like, as shit, but that's your heritage, and you're right. Be proud of it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, can I get in? He's like, sure. <laughs> My Can boy. I trust you? You got level 5 clearance, so he gets in there, and the scientists he finds that have created a departicalizer we remote, remote that can get rid of anything from desks to fucking planets. The planet was still questionable because they only hit a globe. Correct. They didn't yeah. show its actual planet-destroying abilities. Just yeah. the potentiality, I guess. But Zartog sees this tool, he's like, they I want to make it real. S- I want to steal it to destroy Ham with it. He's very mad at Ham specifically. Wasn't it Titan who bested him in the first movie? Cause I think he's, so. Yeah. Because he's very much like, fuck Ham. I'm going to kill Ham and Earth, but I'm going to get Ham. Yeah. But he's like chumming it, it up with Titan. Yeah. It was Titan that hit, made him hit the eject button in the first one. Yeah. It was. Our hero. Maybe but Ham really had the bright Ham. idea of. I think he's maybe, just jealous of the limelight Ham's getting. Maybe Probably. maybe Ham had the bright idea of getting him off of the planet dipped in Fresnar. Maybe that's it. Like the nose cone thing. Maybe. But um, now we're back on Malgor, and uh, Kilowatt fed Comet a schnitzelberry, which only the natives <laughs> of Malgor give to very special friends. Yeah, projectile. She, she, she blushes on him. Projectile. What is projectile? Because he's so sick. A projectile vomited it. Yeah. Oh, you did. Okay. And then the glop hoppers come in, so Comet juggles them around a little bit. Yeah, I was bummed there was another dance scene. With he, them. I thought they were gonna dance, but yeah, he juggles some living beings, puts them down, yeah, he, and then kisses <laughs> one of them. That'd be like grabbing little toads, be like, "What the fuck are these?" <laughs> Just throwing them around. Did he kiss one? Or he poked it or something? He did, and that's I. I say that that it's weird to just juggle them around, but I told Brandon like if I ever saw those, I'd probably just slap the living Eat hell out of them. 
Yeah. I would taste one for sure. Um. So now back at, at base, Zartog easily steals the Wii remote and is now just spitting gibberish at the humans because they can't understand him. Yeah, that's good. And uh, Seth, you had a theory. Yeah, I did from last year. Go ahead. Say it again. I don't remember the full theory, but it was just about how when the monkeys get to Malgor, 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 Ronkwal, that they can speak to the aliens because the aliens are also lower intellectually than the highest life form on the planet. So they can speak to each other. And Lucas so bravely said that this movie is Dune. That the planet was Dune. It was Dune. There were sandworms. There were sandworms. It was Dune. And so that's why the humans couldn't understand him, because they are the highest intellectual. It did lose... Malgor lost a little grit this episode. It was less Dune and more fucking Teletubby land this time. It was very Teletubby. sucked, dude. There was no... Yeah, there was no grit. No... There was never that ethereal plane where they were in the cloud contemplating life. Where's the cloud of id? It was shaped like a nose. Because it was fucking Racist. Freud's giant schnoz. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. I think that was my other theory: is the movie was incredibly anti-Semitic and right. super pro Christian. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> that was exactly why. <laughs> god, no, I'm not like the Kanye of this podcast, am I? I think so. Triumph of the Will, you said, was your favorite movie. You was and my the... dad's. Yeah, that's right, the Nazi movie. Me and Brandon's dad's favorite movie. If I'm going down, you're coming with me. Slam some Michael. beers. Watch it every Friday night. <laughs> and so Wouldn't now, it be funny if you found out your dad and I had a secret friendship we've had for like 10 that'd years? That'd be awesome. We would drink beers every Friday. <laughs> yeah. And hate, hate the Jews. <laughs> and hate the Jews also. Yeah, we like hate That's drink your beers. Bond. Yeah. To be fair, we don't hate the Jews. Who's we? All of us. All of us, no. Are we, like, clearing it up now? We're clearing that up. Yeah, yeah. just to be safe. Kelly, we don't hate you. Yeah. We love the Jews, yeah. It's my favorite. Uh... Number one. Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> number, number one. one. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly My next right. note is absurd. It just says bouncing and playing tag on, fu- on good fungaroos time. There's too much happy stuff that. going on on Malgor paired with the with the impending doom on earth they do like the the cut between them doesn't work you know what i mean like it could have been amplified if there was some danger on both places so they cut back and forth between but it's like danger and then it's like oh they're fucking the teletubbies are making out this danger (laughs) (laughs) and no they're going fucking hang gliding yeah yeah, I hate I hated that, and Seth and I both brought this up. Is that the writers of this could not write names for other things? Like they've already called things the Kilawala Hillo you you hate Haas. They give it up. But they couldn't name the fucking mushroom. They're yeah. like, what are these called? She's like, I don't know. You could call them whatever they want. Bouncy the bouncy shroom. The bouncy shroom. He's like, how about the fungalores yeah. or the fungaroos? That was that was. <laughs> we got the fluvians and we got the globhoppers. You got and the that's snail a horse. snail horse. It's a snail that doubles as a horse. Yeah, that I really know what a horse part. is. They're they, <laughs> They have to have horses somewhere too. Mm. A horse snail. They just flip the sizes. But the, they're flying on the fluvian past the guy and they're like, "Hello, snail horse." There's a guy riding it. Say hi to the guy. <laughs> yeah, hi to that There's animal like and not dude. the yeah. not the beanbag. Yeah, it'd be like if I went over to your house and said, "Hey, Caesar," and then just left and didn't even talk You've to you guys. No, I've not done that. 
Well, you have greeted Caesar before me. Oh, every time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the scientists are trying to communicate with Zartog, and Zartog kills Boss Man because he got that Wii remote, and now he wants to go to Malgor. And Ham and Luna are talking to Comet and Kilowatt to try and get them to come back, telling them everything. And they're just like, TTFN. What did that mean? Ta ta for now. <laughs> is what Comet said. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we need you. We're dying here. Ta-ta for now. And uh, Titan comes in thinking that he's like, you won't believe what I just did. I saw that idiot Zartog. I gave him level five clearance. And everybody else like, the, you did the fuck what? And he's like, what did I do? And then he falls asleep, I yeah. think. He's like, it was a terrible decision. <laughs> yeah. The fucking crimes of another planet are rattling around his head. He can't, he can't but- think straight. Can't function. <laughs> But everyone... He's fresh up and doing a million crunches in a row. A million crunches. And then and a million and he's like, dead. He hops off and he's like, I don't remember why I did that. But I'm awesome! Yeah, I've completed this linear, single-minded task that I don't remember completing. Nap time. Love him. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love that they gave him PTSD, and it's like the joke of the movie is that he's <laughs> he'll never be the same. Yeah. Like, did you? She was talking to Hammer. She's like, did you lose some brain cells when he crash landed? And he's like, no, I'm fine. And he goes, she goes, well, seriously, Titan actually did. He'll never be the same. Like, so, <laughs> her tone changes. She's like, for real though, he needs medical he's, help. He's, yeah, and then it just cuts to him worst. doing two more crunches. He's like, he was so confident. He's so confident and machismo in the first movie and he's a shell of himself in this absolutely and it's supposed to play off his humor but like it is it's funny that they thought it would be funny but like watching it it's a little bit sad it's funny discussing it i was talking about it right now it's like it's so funny that the writers of this movie thought ptsd was the one thing you could like capitalize on but watching it i never laughed once no like what the fuck is he okay but apparently i have a couple quotes from him Apparently, there's a secret one. camera in the mission control room that they can all watch on via Kama's laptop. Yeah. But apparently, Zartog knew that it was there the whole time because he looks into it and he's like, Hey, fuckers, <laughs> give me ham. I wish they did that. So, hey, com- fuckers. <laughs> so, fuck face. So, Comet's like, I gotta come back to Earth to save them. And he's gonna use his technology knowledge. To stop the weapon, but Kilowatt is like, I'm joining you on this journey back to Earth. He's like, I need a co-pilot, but her arms are too short. Yeah, she can't reach shit. And he's like, make sure you stay buckled in. This could get bumpy. And then the next scene is them flying off, and she's standing at the window waving goodbye to everyone. I was like, you aren't buckled. There was no point in him going to Maltor or whatever. He's Yeah, he had fucking Fraggle booty call. Yeah, he just needed some poon He tank. went to go get laid and then brought her back, but like... Like Luke was just saying, it was just such a nice time the whole time he was there. Anytime they cut to the action, it's vacation. And he's like, "I'm gonna be here for a realist. week." I'm gonna, yeah, I'll the see you realist space slot. Nice. That yep. one works. And then yeah, they're just like, "Hey, we're in trouble. You got to come back." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> so he comes back, and there's no problem getting there's no problem getting to the planet or nope. coming back from the planet or any trouble on the planet. There's a lot of scenes of Zartug just spitting gibberish to scientists. There too. Was so it happened like six times. Six yeah, times. they knew it was funny. They and, got it. Uh, he he killed <laughs> one of the scientists. The 
That's exactly what he sounded like. Um, they killed one of the scientists, and then he blasts Dr. Poole, and she's dying, and Dr. Jagu goes over here and confesses his love as she disappears. Yeah, and she does the Han Solo, I know, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And uh, Comet's, like, trying to Ooh. land this rocket. He's coming in, but Kilowatt can't control her fear and when she gets too scared she lights up and she's got these high beam lights coming from her head luckily comet had some shades on to block out these high beam lights to try and land this fucking ship that's so funny that's so that's, funny. yeah he's, oh, go ahead seth no you go ahead I no, always, go ahead. no please i was just it's just such a s- small I, speed bump <laughs> <laughs> that they they manufactured and and then solved in two seconds Yes. You know, it's like, oh my god, it's so bright. Oh, sunglasses. All right, we're going. Ah, I was pissed about it because the first time, the first time he's, ah, oh, you're too bright. I can't like leave the atmosphere. I can't see shit out here in space. I'm gonna hit more yeah, space. A tree. space snake. Yeah, I'm gonna hit a tree if you don't stop that. And she's like, control your fear, control your fear. And it was just, it was like cringy watching her do that because from the first movie there was like kind of a payoff with it where you know it's them making fun of anxiety again <laughs> she's terrified of these situations she's like calm yeah. down oh and this one is control your fears control your fears yeah, yeah it's hilarious yeah they're like bullying her but the, the first one was way better with that where she's in yeah. the cave and like she's like sacrificing herself and this one is just she's just like ah, i can't really can you stop being so yeah it's like anxious. a kid has I a can't flashlight see. in the backseat <laughs> Yeah, but he put sunglasses on. <laughs> the oh, father, turn off those overhead lights. I cannot see while I'm yeah, driving. He puts sunglasses on at night. Yeah. So, um, now you get this long scene because they're waiting for Comet to come in to have him technologically help. So Ham techno style, techno style. So Ham decides to do this long, drawn out magic distraction scene to stall. To on Zartog, the con- confrontation he, of Zartog. Did yeah. he also ha- was he actually using magic? Yeah. They... It... Is there food ready for you? No. Oh, but he was. I, I think he's just using incredible sleight of hand. But because he's ham, he goes too far with it. Because at one point, he does have the the Wii remote in his hand and they're like oh trick. shit he did it and then he's like yeah. it's too much of a hot dog he like ends up giving it back to him with another trick i did i predicted that for sure yeah i said that halfway through the act he's gonna give it back to him yeah zartek gets the weapon back and he shoots that ham again misses hits dr jagu who has a last minute dream of being a ballet dancer oh. and then he departalizes nice. did we talk about his dance scene already nope Oh, this is nice. Oh yeah, when he his does the whole dance, the breakdown. Because that was one of my favorite parts in the first movie. His robot's sick. Because they could just the robot. This is poorly. way better than the robot. Oh yeah, it was. So, it was this like a sixty-second clip of him just dancing. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. He gets it. Um, but Ham's like, I gotta get out of here. Grabs a jetpack. Zartog straps on a jetpack too, and now they're flying around chasing each other. And Comet's in the stratosphere and just fucking hits Zartog with the space shuttle, saving Ham. But Zartog is hanging on tightly, and so Comet's like, we're going to nosedive. And he nosedives, flings Zartog off, and then lands the space shuttle on a truck. Driven by Houston. Driven by Houston. Again. But somehow Zartog fell from the sky, still holding... He got hit by a space shuttle Mm -hmm. and fell from the sky to Earth, holding 
the remote. Not to mention he lived. Yeah. And they land the space shuttle and everybody's like, yeah, Ray and Kilowatt's like, oh my god, it's so great to see you. And Zartok just like, bang! <laughs> just kills Kilowatt. <laughs> that was so funny. Instead of Ham, who was right there. Yeah, who takes he's out been Kilowatt. talking about the whole movie. Who none of us I have an emotional for. attachment to now that he's Tom Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. Kills Kilowatt. And uh, Kilowatt is like, if that banana berry could call me in Malgor, it can call to the ethereal plane of departicalization, and that that I'll be residing in. So we'll always be together via video chat. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> did, she, she, did she say that? No, she was like, if your banana berry could call me in Ma- in Malgor, we can still stay in touch. Call me in hell. I yeah, I don't think she said that. Yeah, she said if your banana berry that. could. Ca- could, I don't remember that either. If your banana berry could call me, we can still stay in touch. I remember her saying, remember the banana berry, it affected no. how it worked on Malgor, it'll work here the same way, and then it fucks with Zartog's head so we can That's what I thought remote. happened. Oh, that is what she said, but I thought it was like, no. remember how She's... it worked, this is how it can work and you can stay in touch you with still me. Call, no. me, call me in hell. It was like, this is how you defeat Zartog. Yeah, it wasn't like, keep in contact after I die with your hell phone. Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> an easy no, slip-up. Make them it high. is an easy slip-up. I get it. Because you hear, like, remember from the love interest. You're like, oh, that, wow, how corny. Remember the banana berry in Malibor. No. I'm like, oh, you can make video calls. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> you can do SMS. Well, yeah, no, she's like, yeah, you can fucking get him on Molly. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. Zartog high. So he's, like, going Roofy to kill him. Comet when Comet, he's like, you have any last wishes? Stupidest thing to say, because he's like... I need to make a call. So he dials his phone. Yeah, and Zartok's like, okay. Zartok instinctually dances and glitches out, and it gives time for Ham to come in on the jetpack, steal the remote, and as he's like flipping and turning, Zap he's Zartok departicalizes him. Yeah. And Com- so they're all celebrating and whatnot. I like how and Comet- even it, though it is Comet's story, Ham is still the star at the last second. Yeah, he's still the hero. He's yeah. still the action hero. But yeah, that's what I was laughing earlier when you were like, they went from the sixth or seventh most important person to like him as the main protagonist. But in my head, I was like, he's still kind of the sixth or seventh most, imper- most important person in this movie. <laughs> but Cobbett gets his little hero arc here as well because he quotes Einstein and then is like, I can change the remote to double the particle beam or whatnot to reverse, reverse time. Button. But the reverse button isn't reverse at all. It doesn't reverse time. He just gets to pick and choose who to bring back to life. Like they were stored inside the remote or something. And how to bring them back. And and which voices they can have when they come back. I don't know if they have different souls or different voices. That's true. voices. Because the guy was like, thank God I don't have a girl's voice. Oh my God. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, he brings I, everybody but Zartog back to life. Brand and I were waiting at that seat. Kilowatt was she had the Indian guy's voice, and we're like, <laughs> how funny would it be if we could see her talk like that? <laughs> that was the only one they didn't show. We never got it. Um, but yeah, so he brings them all they back, and <laughs> yeah, and changes all their voices back. He fixes that too. Thank you. Come again, Kilowatt. Kilowatt. Control your fears. <laughs> It would have been awesome. <laughs> they deprived us. Of... is only for special friends. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was at the end. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. I gotta get back into it. You gotta get back into it, yeah. Yeah, do a couple laps. Thank you. Come again. 
assistant. Don't forget the banana berry in Malgor. Who did that guy's voice before they hired somebody who was actually Indian to do it? I don't know. Mm. It was, yeah, Apu, I don't know. <laughs> but after all this, everyone's congratulating. And Comet, he decides to use the remote to bring back Zartog, but makes him tiny. I mean, he was already small, but he's like yeah. one foot now. Now he makes him frog-sized. And he runs away. No one stops him as he runs away. He's so fast. He's fa- fucking fast as hell. And uh, Comet is now part of the circus. He's doing high-wire unicycle tricks, spin the chimp, which is apparently a hot commodity at the circus. I love he- that. <laughs> you asked for it. <laughs> Who's asking for it? That's what, that was that's the quote I have. Is Go there, we're doing see that. backed by popular demand because you demanded this. Spin the chip. <laughs> He's like straight. Do I drink it? Yeah, you know what I think when I go to the zoo and I see a chip. <laughs> spin that baby. I'm imagining they like strap him to one of those big ass wheels and just fucking yeah. hurl him. Price is right. Yeah. Price is yeah. right. Yeah. He's. <laughs> Bound and hands behind it. his head, they're throwing knives, ankles at him. intertwined. They're, yeah, they're throwing knives at him. <laughs> but, so, and he even gets to go in the cannon. Apparently, that was one of his dreams with Ham too. It wasn't though. That was it for a second earlier. He's like, Ham, you gonna show me how to get shot out or later today? I think it was supposed to be part of his larger training, though, to get to like his space training. He's like, hey, you want to at least start with the cannon thing? You said at oh, the very least like you would put me in the One of his interests. Hmm. It could have been that, too. Could have been. I think I read too a much hobby. into it. But Zartok, now tiny, running from the dots and that used to pee on him, and that like little glimpse of that astronaut guinea pig from earlier that they threw against a wall as yeah, well. Because Ham pulled him out of a hat. Is also chasing him around, and that is the end of Space Chimps 2. Zartog strikes back. A lot of claps from you. Yeah. Do we want to try and at least get through quotes? Yeah. We can pause right now. Yeah. Yeah. I really thought this was going to be a short one. Ah, schnitzel fruit. They're the most scrumptious fruit in all the land. Here, you want to try one? This is delicious. I thought you'd like it. Oh, they don't make fruit like that back home. Oh. Oh, this place is perfect. On my planet, we only give schnitzel fruit to very special friends. (laughs) (laughs) Lucas is leaving. Um, quotes. How many we have? Ass. Ass and titties. Like in terms of numbers of quotes? Yes. Nine. I have six. That's a decent amount. I think it's more than I had last week. I have 12, but five are from me or Seth, so. Uh, Lucas, kick it off. I have one from you. Am I half in it? You're half in it. Um, my first is from Comet when he's being a personal assistant to Ham. He goes, Ham, you're the new face of Lowrider Jeans. Yeah, he was. Which I laughed at. He's the face of it. Um, my next one here is from a reporter talking to the Senator, the president of NASA. Um, the president said, now you'll have to excuse us. We're working on a top secret mission. Like goodbye, leave. And then the guy goes, uh, what's the top secret mission? I thought that was kind of funny. I, and then I, I'll kill you. 
At one point, Ham says, to infinity and a blonde. There's one of Seth. felt pretty forced. It did feel forced, and Brandon made me write it down. You laughed. Yeah, because it was forced. Because it was forced. Did he say infinity and a blonde? Yes. Ridiculous. You knew the writer, when he wrote that, he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. All the eight-year-olds across the globe are going <laughs> to yeah, rejoice when they eight hear year, this. Eight-year-olds love blondes. <laughs> Woo! That's what they say. That's what they'll say. Just you watch, Ma. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess it's my turn. I'll do four since I was going to do that anyway. This one's from Brandon. The mm. very first one. Uh, it's Comet's waiting for Ham to come back. He goes, oh, here comes the presidential helicopter. And Brandon just very loudly goes, what? <laughs> it's like Weird five minutes line. into the movie and the president's helicopter is landing in the monkey circus one. zone. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, that. Oh, this is when Comet's in space. He's taking a selfie with like a black hole and he goes, the Hubble telescope ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> I had to repeat it for Brandon. He was like, what did he say? That's the stupidest his, thing I've ever heard. Blackberry. With his blackberry. Banana berry. Banana. Uh, this is when he's going through the little hyper tunnel and he's having the visions of everybody. Titan comes up and he says, some chimps were born to push envelopes, others were born to lick them. Which sounds great <laughs> in Patrick Warburton's voice, too. Yeah, he's a good voice actor. And my finale one. Uh... Oh, one of the scientists asked the senator guy, are we supposed to be exploring space or blowing it up? And he says, what's the difference? It's a very, very clear difference, I think. <laughs> um, okay, my first one is during the narration, like recapping what happened in the first one. Oh. And if you had never seen the first Early. one, just all of the words that they use in there, I was like, this is That's absurd. Right. It's That's just, right. They even brought back a strange relic of alien life on the nose cone of their rocket. And that Fresnar encased tyrant from the planet Malgar was called Zartog. And it was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's... We're right back into this. They did not ease me into it. Come on, let's go, go, go. They There's monkeys there in space. We got an evil frozen guy. They, they, <laughs> they the title, yeah. Malgar, Zartog, and Fresnar in the first two sentences. It's awesome. It's so funny. Um, it's common things to say it all. The guy who wasn't there. Seth, immediately right off the bat. First video call. She wants to fuck so bad. Oh, yeah. Which is funny because the first video call, there's a little bit of tension and it grows, but you were so right. I was on it. Yeah. yeah. I got my yeah. finger on the pulse of the aliens. This is um right during the presidential helicopter landing and Ham just goes, hey, if the president ever wants to shoot hoops again with me, have him call my personal assistant. And I was like, what the hell? What are you saying? Have him call you Comet. Can't... The pilot can't hear you. Um, a Seth and me quote. Seth goes, every time a rocket launches, and I go, a Zartog breaks its shell. That's right. We did yeah. say that. Um, oh, my God. This is right when he breaks out of his shell. Zartog goes, a new day has dawned. And that day is Zartog. And he's like, fuck that. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Stupid. And then... Uh, and then right after the selfie of the Nebula Galaxy or whatnot, the autopilot goes, and on the right, the Whirlpool Galaxy. And I was like, that's the Milky Way. Like, <laughs> is that the Whirlpool Galaxy? Was there a patent the on Milky Way? The computer's also stupid. It did launch by itself. <laughs> that's true. Without telling anybody. Um, Lucas. Someone said, light this candle. Coming back to you. <laughs> um... 
This is from what's his face Comet when he's trying to when he's trying to talk to Kilowatt and he goes, "Whoa, your head does light up when you're scared. That's so cool." <laughs> he loved that shit. Like that's like her anxiety <laughs> manifesting. And he's like fucking sick. Um, I, that was really bitch. funny. That's what I was saying. He got to that plan and immediately just started disrespecting women. It's crazy. <laughs> so respectful on phone. Yeah. This, nah, baby, I, I love you. I'm going to be over there soon. And he gets there. He's like, sup, bitch. <laughs> my pants are off. Why am my dick getting sucked? I heard you got a big head. I heard you got a big head. Make that shit glow, baby. <laughs> that's exactly yeah, that's what That's sick. That's sick with it, boo. This is from boo, from Kilowatt. <laughs> when they're walking through the village, she just, to one of two of the beanbags, she just goes, hey, Lumba. Hey, Salda. <laughs> and they're just like, what's up? Yeah. And my last one is my favorite, I think, from the whole movie. It's from Titan in his in his uh, traumatic stupor. He's wandering through and he sees Zartog there. <laughs> and his, his nemesis from the first movie. And he goes, ah, Zartog, old chap. Like, he's fucking great Gatsby. It's great. <laughs> old sport. That whole yeah. scene is so good. Old chap. Where you been? Where you been hanging out these days? In a backyard garden. Ah, sounds serene. It sounds like a crooner. <laughs> that's the time where he calls him. Uh, he says you're looking yeah. uglier than ever. Yeah, but Titans that's you're right as an alien. The, the only interesting character in this, I would I argue. Him. I love him. Did you take that's down the other me. quote from the one of the beanbags on the planet when Comet's talking to him? No. 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 I don't think I wrote it down either. Comet's walking around in the village, and they're like, everything's so great since you saved us from Zartog and the Frisna. And Comet just goes, ah. <laughs> Walks away. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Didn't give a ah. shit. Because he doesn't know. He, he wasn't know. there. Okay. He wasn't there. Uh, all right. What's, what's fourth ultimate? What word is that? Quattled. Quat's ultimate. Uh, this is Killua seeing the Earth for the first time. She goes, it's more beautiful than I could ever imagine. And just a JPEG. Pixelated. <laughs> the worst picture of Earth I've ever seen. So bad. They could have done better. Uh, Zartog, after seeing all the tricks, he's like fucking with the Wii remote and the magic. Because the magic runs deep with this monkey. <laughs> just thought it was, <laughs> thought it was a funny little line. <laughs> Nothing to say about it. The Force is strong with this one. It was a yeah, Star Wars one reference. Is... So, yeah, kind of like that. Uh, penultimate, because I forgot to say tri-ultimate. My third tri-ultimate. No, Mester. there's nothing there. When Zartog gets hit with the deep particle gun, he says, wait, I still have so much love to give. <laughs> <laughs> the evil character through two films. Yeah, his little final words. The, the, for some... for notes' sake, it's anti penultimate. Oh, thank and then three. Yep, and then fourth to last is pre anti penultimate. What's the uh... fifth to last? You ask pro no. pre anti penultimate. What is pro the pre anti penultimate? Pre anti penultimate. Pre anti anti pen all. Pre-anti-anti. Pre-anti-anti. I'll remember that. Pro, pro, no, pre. five is pro-pre-anti-penultimate. I guess that makes sense. Because anti S- is, to like, last? is an always. 
like opposite. Like antagonist mm. is evil, but no, it is anti- just opposed though. Anti means against is the Greek and Latin. That's Latin like straight root. up. Yeah. Well, both those roots have like a second kind of similar meaning to them too, though. It well, stops at against. five. It says that's Damn. so stupid. All right. Well, here's my prenatal anti-ultimate yeah. quote. Uh, Fighter. Oh, I already did this one too. Now, because you demanded it, we will spin the chimp. <laughs> spin the chimp. It sounds like been a... better with Keenan. It would have been. Instead, uh, they had the clown that like taking bananas in the ear. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, guy's awesome. Just <laughs> fucking him. <laughs> um. All right. My finishing ones. Uh, we've already said this one too. A metal beast. I shall capture it and learn its secrets. But then Seth goes. He really thinks he's Kobe Bryant right now, doesn't he? <laughs> he tried to jump over a car. <laughs> um, Mastermind. It wasn't about the quote. I know. This is <laughs> be uh, funny, though. Ham when they're talking about the computer, and he goes, "All I how to know, all I know how to do with that thing is download Chimps Gone Wild." So stupid. There's less um, chimp puns in this one. There were a lot less. Yeah, because this... well, because Titan was. He yeah, lost his, his verve and rec- his, yeah. his will to live. <laughs> he was reckoning with his god. <laughs> Whatever, his chimp god. Yeah, this is when Dr. Jagu's breaking it down, and at the very end he goes, I say Hubble, you say telescope Hubble, and then there's nothing else, but you, you did say I did say telescope, because yeah. I love I his too. dancing. Um, he requested it. This was me. I went, wouldn't it be so funny if he got departicalized in the middle of this dance? And then he did shoot Boss Man like a second later. Yeah, but it wasn't in the mid. It wasn't mid-dance. Like yeah. Open. And penultimate. This is Kilowatt. She's going, let's use our jetpacks. And Seth goes, the Fluvians? Let's go! He's <laughs> so hyped about it. I was really excited. I I just thought of one more quote that I... It's not like a quote. It was a thing... Everybody was getting departicalized, and the uh, the Indian dancing guy was mm-hmm. the last one to go. And he's like, he got hit by it, and he's like, I haven't lived out my dream yet to be a solo dancer and like a professional mm-hmm. ballet. And it goes into his head. We didn't talk about this, did we? I did bring it up. We didn't go about going into his head, but yeah, it goes into his head. Has a little ballet dance number. Yeah, he's doing a little number, and he's got the Jane Lynch scientist, and he's like spinning her around, and he throws her up. Doctor Pool. Dr. Poole, thank you. And it comes back down as a fat scientist and lands on him. And then it comes back to reality and he's like, what? <laughs> and then just <laughs> like, why did I fantasize that? <laughs> he's like just confused before he dies. And my last quote is my favorite one. I skip past it for a second. Oh, shit. Because this is when Comet's coming back through the wormhole and trying to call like mission control and he calls a number and they answer it on the other line. She's like, NASA mission control. And it's just like, She's like, hey, Clive, we got another chimp stuck another in a wormhole. <laughs> like that's, that was funny. He presses five yeah. to get to her line. Yeah. Because she knows. She knows. She knows, she knows, she knows. I th- that was like the best joke in the movie. It was really <laughs> we funny. We got another chimp stuck in that wormhole. That's good. They get it. And that's quotes. So it is ratings time. There's one that I don't have, and it's Metascore. What? I don't have a critic meta score. What? Could you Sorry. do it on your own? No, I didn't do it on my own. Compound how would the I numbers. Even, how would find I all even the critics? 
There were no. Get I didn't their scores. Do that. I did not average do them out. I did not do that. Sorry. Okay. But I do have a Rotten Tomatoes critic score. Seth, oh, you're good. kicking it off. Forty-nine. Okay. Oh, Lucas? my friend, that is way too high. I'm going to go with a seven. <laughs> Lucas is right. He wins. <laughs> it's too high. If it's wins. anything below 49, he wins. Seven. Damn. 7%. Lucas is our winner today. It's a zero. Jesus, what? <laughs> Nobody said yes at all? Zero percent. On Rotten Tomatoes? Not a single person was like, yeah, this movie's fine. Nope. <laughs> that's hilarious. I mean, there was probably only like seven reviewers. Yeah, that's for a too. direct to video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucas, you're kicking it off. Audience score percentage. Give me. I, I I'm thinking because this is not. A lot of these times, these bad movies are bad enough to be memeable that people will be like ten out of ten. It's Morbius. So I don't think this one has that sort of cultural cachet. So I'm going to go with a thirteen percent. Did you say 30? 13. 13. Damn. Your guess? I guess 22. The winner today is Seth. Mm. It's a 34. I was going to say 37, then he said 13, and I was afraid. <laughs> no. I mean, I still won. Yeah. But I could have been cooler about it. And last is an audience score on IMDb out of 10. Seth. You got this. Audience? Yes. What was the last thing I just guessed? Well, you said 22. Audience Rotten Tomato. But you wanted to say 37. That was 37. Audience Rotten Tomato. Okay. 2.8. Okay. Lucas? 1.8. Is, is 1.8. Okay. Is, is that 1.7 or 1.8? Brandon. 1.75. That's fair. You can do that. Repeating. One of you guys is right. Five repeating. And it's is not 1.75 repeating. It's a 2.8. Let's go. Seth gets it. I get which means points. you get double points, which means you win on the oh, double point. A, of course I win Space Chimps too. What a Jurassic turnaround. Because Lucas is our loser this week, he owes the listeners a chimpanzee. A bean, he owes them a beanbag. That might look like a human child. Trust me, it's a chimp. Trust him. Trust him. He did his research. He's just really smart. And he's... So, critics gave it a zero and a not applicable for a zero percent. And audience is a 28 and a 34 for a 31 percent. Lucas, what are you giving Space Chimps to Zartog Strikes Back? Oddly, I, I think I connected more with this one than the first movie in some form or fashion. Maybe it's just my familiarity being my fourth time through as the space chimps fourth? IP. IP. Yeah. Cause I watched, I watched space chimps when I was a child. I watched space chimps on the podcast. Oh, I watched like space chimps too. Space chimps yeah, yeah, in general. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought so you hadn't this is, Yeah. Space chimps too. No, I tortured myself. No, I thought you hadn't. I thought the first time you watched space chimps was last year with us. Nope. I'd, I'd seen that. We have a DVD of that bitch in our basement. Nice. That bitch. Chimps that in space. <laughs> the little fucker. So, all that said, I'm going to give it a 0.5 because it's a, it's horrific. <laughs> nonsensical it's choices. It is lower. It's a worse movie. I try not to gauge it against the first movie because I think each film should stand on their own in some form or fashion. 
you know, it's not like a better or worse, but it was a lot worse. So it does get it worse. Okay. Seth? You gave Space Chimps 1 a 10. I did, yeah. Well, I gave it a 7.3 because you wouldn't let me give it a 10. <laughs> but then retroactively, I gave it a 10. Yeah. I don't know, like an 8? Oh! No, it's it's probably <laughs> like a... I don't know. I'll say 4. A 4. It's like a 4. Okay. Reasoning? A wildly different answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wait, from you and him or from 8 and 4? Eight to four. Yeah, yeah. I guess probably, both. It's probably closer to like a two point six, but I love Another space chimps so much. <laughs> I'm an insane person. <laughs> I don't belong on this podcast. <laughs> I was at. I was no, my one year anniversary at Bam yesterday, and he was talking to his. Uh, my boss is talking to his roommates, and he's like, uh, "This guy's got pants that look like Toy Story clouds. You know, Toy Story clouds. Clouds. You're like a film buff." And I was like, "No, I'm, <laughs> I'm absolutely not." And he goes. He's talking to his roommates. He goes, this guy literally has a movie podcast. So I interrupt and I was like, yeah, but I'm the guy that doesn't watch movies on the podcast. No, they needed a, me. You're a buff. I'm a, I'm a movie buff. And I gave Space Gems at 10. <laughs> I don't belong here with you guys. You do. Um, I'm giving it a four because I like Space Chimps okay. and the, the property. And, it. But it was 4. also 0. marginally worse than the first one. Not marginally. A six point difference. And there's only 10 points to go. Like drastically, drastically 60% different. drop. Yeah, the movie was bad, just straight up. The beginning was very slow. They did, they didn't need to bring, they didn't need to do an intro, mm-hmm. a flashback of what had happened. Like if you're watching Space Chimps two, you've definitely seen the first one. Uh, but there were some fun parts. Like it was kind of funny. The characters were a little dancing. That was nice. <laughs> I liked how horny the comet and Kilowatt were for some reason. That was fun to you me. Liked that element. <laughs> yeah, he loved that. that he loved funny. it. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I don't know something about an alien and a monkey being attracted to each other just made it more Get enjoyable. Get you going, yeah. Would you, of course. yeah. So, would you not give this like a fresh rating then on Rotten Tomatoes? I I don't even think I you. Would. I don't think I would. Because I don't see this. I love that. I can have yeah. artistic integrity and moral integrity for myself. I love the for space gems, and I think this is like kind of slaughtering what i'd come to enjoy about it you know it was like a sacred a sacred thing i'd enjoyed that they were like how do we you know cash in largely how i felt watching the new white men can't jump yeah oh no and my rating for us is a 0.9 i gave the first one a 1.3 so i dropped 0.4 i'm the exact same as lucas i dropped 0.4 on it i i still can't believe looking back on that movie how low you guys rated it that's crazy bad it's not that bad yeah it it's is. not one point you've read so many think, worse movies i don't yeah it's it's an odd spot because i think a lot of those quote-unquote worse movies have some more interesting stuff on them my my things died there's so many things during this recording you've been like remember in the first one when they were doing this and like we're like smiling and laughing about it thinking of the first movie and you're saying that the other bad movies are more interesting. Yes. I think so. I don't get it. I'm really just confused. I'm not doing a bit. I just don't. I don't get it. Are you sliding away? He doesn't have headphones, so oh, he doesn't know what I'm saying. Catch. No, I, he I can can't. hear you. It's, it's kind of a goofy setup now. Okay. It's, it's catching our audio through his microphone. It's not, though. Oh, interesting. Nice. Um, 
And so with a, it's just bad. That's all I'm going to say. 0.9.5 and four. That's a 5.4, which makes it a 1.8 average. Okay. Terrible. You hated this R. film R. watching it. Yeah. Um, and lastly, I've got six reviews for you guys. Mm. The first one by critics. No critics. No first, big rog. No big rog. Did he passed by this time. No, it's twenty thirteen. He passed. He passed in twenty thirteen. This was twenty ten. What if I slapped you? Go ahead. Do it. <laughs> Harder. <laughs> yeah, let's do it into the mic. Get closer so the people can. It's the people's slap. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Could you imagine if like my neck turned and it popped as well? <laughs> just 360 degrees. You no, just I didn't died. say that. I just said it popped. No, but I went further. Oh. My I first one is you. by Neil476 on June 2nd, 2010. It turned your printer off. Why? <laughs> now I'm going to have to like realign it and everything. It's going to print out that sheet with the marks on it. You ask? I'm back in. I thought I'd turned it on, so I thought I was turning it back off. Well, on June 2nd, 2010, Neil476 says, Frankly, I'm surprised that the original was successful enough to warrant a sequel, and it's a sequel which brings nothing new to the table. The animation barely passes uh, muster for TV kid CGI shows, and there's no improvement on its predecessor. Compared to what we are used to from Pixar and DreamWorks, it is, quite frankly, not good enough. The story is paltry, the characterization is limp, the 3D adds nothing. Uh, on the positive side, it oh, is man. bright and colorful and sufficiently amusing in the simplest of ways to please small children, and perhaps that is the basis on which it should be judged, because it falls far, far short on either basis. Uh, three out of ten. Wow. I wish we could have seen this in 3D. That would have been awesome. The Kilawala Hilo Hula Wehahas would have been so colorful. Yeah, and all their giant dicks poking through the screen. <laughs> the gigantic cock and balls. Mm-hmm. That fuck scene? Their bangers and mash. That sex scene would have been awesome. Next one is by Slatrum Hizaloof. Slatrum... His Siloof, Slatrum H. Siloof, Slatrum Hisaloof. October 15, 2010, he says, This story wouldn't even hold the attention. Foolish mortals, backwards. Ooh. Ooh. They say, This story Smart wouldn't guy. even hold the attention of a small child. Name. I kept waiting for something to happen, but it never did. Recycled, lowbrow attempts at humor typical of what Hollywood thinks our kids need. Turn on the TV and watch reruns of the Flintstones instead. Or better yet, take them to the park. This DVD is only suitable for target <laughs> practice. I wonder how much money was wasted on this thing that could have went to feeding starving orphans. You can say that about any movie, though. I give it yeah. 12 thumbs down. Whether it's good or not. This movie is a canker sore on the lip of humanity. I would rather have genital warts than watch this thing again. This The kids actually got up and left before it was halfway through and went to do their homework. Pass on this unless you think gastrointestinal distress is a screaming good time. Forget it. Pass on it even then. You have been warned. One out Man. of ten. A little over the top. I I agree with you, Seth. I think that's a lame criticism because I think objectively, like, every single movie would be better off just donating all of it to orphans. Like, even our favorite movies would be a better overall outcome, but that's not life. That's, that's life. It's not life. It's what all the people say. Like, the world would be better off if... 
if the Godfather never got made and it was all donated to children, but that's that'd be. I don't know. Maybe I wrinkled have the my Godfather. brain on this. What the fuck? Yeah, because then you got to think about the, certain movies to, having like a cultural impact, inspiring people to do the good things that we're talking about now. That that money, although would be very good, is finite and doesn't inspire for years to come. So it depends on like morally what I you're know. more in line with. I think I should sell everything. <laughs> yeah right what you, can, you should yeah. do you can existential right now is sell everything and invest it all into a savings account or something so that the money generates interest so it's more and more so that the money isn't finite so that come the time when it's reached pinnacle operation and like monetary value uh-huh. then you can to, donate it to the time when you're okay with it being finite yeah so there we go That's but how many kids die in that time yeah Probably and how uh, the interest rates are super small too and but if, if we think that population is like an interest rate as well, where it continues to grow exponentially, mm-hmm. there will be more kids dying per day in the future than there are now. So the percentage of save... children starving is probably higher than the percentage of interest you accrue having money in a savings account. That's true. Or in <laughs> stocks. But that means that you would save more lives if you let it accrue. Because the exponential of children yeah, born can I sit, and I starving. Can't... Sit there with my money building in a bank account while kids are dying, and be like, "Nope, I got, I got the next round." Yeah, this is for future kids, not you guys. Sorry. How do yeah. you come to terms with that yourself? I don't know. How you do you t- reconcile? Utilitarianism that? would say you save the most lives by letting it sit. Utilitarian in a is, utilitarianism is horseshit. Yeah, utilitarianism is stupid. Sorry, that'd be like not- you can you can torture a two year old girl to death if it like makes five other people happy that's what utilitarians say mm-hmm. yeah it's it's fucking trying to apply occam's razor to literally any situation which you can't do the trolley I'm very anti-utilitarian it is you just kill the one that, guy that you know yeah. you throw the yourself trolley. in front of it and kill everybody and you that's jerk right, off yeah. beforehand the, the bad guy Nirvana in the trolley problem is the dude who's putting people on tracks that's Get true. That guy. Yeah, that's Nobody true. ever that's talks true. about that fucking dude. Yeah. That guy needs to chill. Yeah. Or woman. <laughs> it's definitely woman. a man or woman in a top hat and a curly mustache. Yeah. Even if it is a woman. You know she's sporting yeah. that. You have uh, to if you're but, tying people to train so that's like That's like a good good little diatribe on our on our morality. Yeah. yeah are we all mad about our morality? <laughs> I look. guess I am. Um, I'm always well, kind of sick, sick with myself. Especially with like eating animals i always feel bad about that yeah i've I've been through that for sure everyone i think has been a vegetarian for like a month at least tried to do that but after still, all, yeah. i'm like it's you know instinctually and my body needs all that shit and mm-hmm. i'd hate tofu <laughs> yeah of course that's not true i do like tofu oh, if i cook if it. cooked right yeah I bet if somebody else cooked it for you, you would probably enjoy it. Uh, Mongolian Grill cooked it perfectly, and now they're dead. So, Mongolian Too Grill? Hot? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, Mongolian Grill. It, it was an old chain we had in Billings. It was the same as Hoo Hot, basically. Yeah. But instead of an all-around all, all like around buffet, you picked the size of bowl you wanted, and then they would cook it like that in front of you. It originally started as a crematorium, and then they changed it to this Mongolian restaurant. Pretty awesome. It was a crematorium before. Yeah. It tasted, it was the best food in town. <laughs> it was so good. That's where you went on okay. your birthday. Every year. Um, all right. My next reviewer then, now that we've gone through Mongolian grills, vegetarianism, donating money, utilitarianism, and our moralities, is by mm-hmm. Callie Gallagher. 
Uh, February 7th, 2021. I did ruin this podcast. They say, bestest movie ever with funny family guy, and it made by one of the primates that brought you Shrek. Truly a masterpiece in every way. 10 out of 10. Did she watch the first one? I don't know. I think that's a review of the first one, because that's what it says. But, yeah, but he, the director is the producer of Shrek, so maybe they are hearkening back. They could be. I just know that was like a tagline that we, we read in mm-hmm. the first episode. Yeah. From the primate. From one of the Next one is by Raise911 underscore 838640. And they say, I didn't put could a date on this. Could be. I didn't put a date on it, but they said, movie is obviously targeted to kids, and I'm quite sure they will have fun with it. Animation is not a masterpiece, but not so bad as someone said. The big lack, in my opinion, is the story. Really, there isn't too much. Anyway, I found some scenes really funny. Also, I appreciated the attention to make it educative, creating interest about space and cosmology. This scene where Cos Comet is flying to the planet, watching outside ships at win- outside the ship's window at real planets and galaxies, is a touch of class. Finally, if you have kids uh, who- that want to see the- a funny movie, this is a good choice. Otherwise, you can pass over it. Six out of ten. Good answer. I think I was biggest gripe with it was the story. My my biggest problem with this with this tale was the story <laughs> was was all of it <laughs> the crux of the thing yeah. really bothered me yeah um penultimate review is by oboe high we did the anti penultimate already yep that was raised nine eleven and the pre anti and the pro pre anti and the pro pre anti ultimate yeah that's pro is the last one that's five pro pre anti penultimate penultimate pro pre anti um. October 25th, 2020, Obo High says... Procrecess Ante. Ooh. Ooh. Um, this person says, The Infinite Monkey Theorem states that... Yeah, a no. mon- <laughs> I don't have to laugh. That was really good. The Infinite... I don't know what it means. The Infinite Monkey Theorem states that a monkey hitting keys at a ran- oh, at yeah. random on a typewriter keyboard for an infinite amount of time will almost surely type any given text, such as the complete works of William Shakespeare. It is my belief that it would be easier for a monkey to rewrite the complete works of Shakespeare than write a film as bad as this. One out of ten. It's a, it's a good review. It is a good... Uh, it reminds me of that... I've, I would, no, you, what does it remind you? You go ahead. You go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you guys. You go ahead. Did you hit me? Yeah, he hit you. You go ahead. <laughs> you go ahead. You go ahead. I forgot I was going to say at this point. (laughs) You go ahead. It reminds you of? No. Okay. And my ultimate review today. Wait. It reminds me of the Simpsons episode where Mr. Burns has all the monkeys on typewriters to get him Mm. to write something. Yeah. And he's like, he picks one up and he goes, it was the best of times. It was the blurst of times, you stupid monkey. (laughs) It's good. That is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and my last one is by Cranberry one eight nine eight nine. Nice. I love cranberry. Cranberry with a K. You have to let it linger. (gasps) You have to. You have to. You have to let it. You have to. You have to let it. 
Let it put me finger. Finger. Yeah, uh, nice. October 30th, 2021, they say, Spaceships 2 Zartog Strikes Back is a masterpiece of a film. I cannot put the amount of emotions I have gone through while watching this lovely film. I really cared about the relationship between the monkey and the fetus and was very invested the in the story presented in the film. Zartog is up there with Darth Vader and the Joker as one of the greatest villains in movies, and he was genuinely threatening and yet comical at the same time. The themes of belongingment and friendship this film had were touching themes that added to the film and the character development of Kamas and the fetus girl was beautiful. 10 out of 10. She was beautiful. Oh, the, deve- yeah, no the character development was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I love the fetus. You're like, I love fetuses. Yeah. Feti. You have a fetus fetish. <laughs> That's good. That's terrible. That's funny. I mean, it is hilarious, yeah. but it's also terrible. It's not that And bad. so that's going to end it this week. Lucas, are you recommending this movie? I'm not real. No, I don't think so. Seth? I think I said yes earlier. Okay. So I'm going to stick with that. And I'm not. It's two no's and a yes, which means it's a no. Don't watch two this men movie. Everyone, Brandon. don't watch this movie. Two men and a brand in here. Yeah. It's the new name <laughs> of the podcast. And that well, is... Whatever he is. That is it this week for the Space Slots. Um... Tune in next week as we dive into a action space film titled Moonfall and Ham. Titled Ham. Titled Moonfall from 2022. Um, I I watched. I read the plot and I was like, "Oh, that sounds terrible." And then I watched the trailer. I was like, "That looks terrible." So I'm excited for it. Getting recommended to me on YouTube. Oh, great! That's some guy that's like the most beautiful disaster of a shit ass movie i've ever seen and i'm like i'm so excited to get into it i know I, it's gonna be similar to like an Arma- armageddon an armageddon armageddon or armageddon nice no and so with that we are gonna end it this week thanks for tuning in thanks for listening yep thanks for letting us just be our idiot selves yeah sorry again to lucas for being rude earlier if any of you guys That's have okay. families don't I guess you them. should probably stop listening because, like you said, families don't listen to idiots like us. Yep. And with that, that's going to end Good it. Douche. What is a crooner, anyway? Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies. And remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably the movies. movies.